3: the Good For You podcast. This episode, you're going to watch me fight with my computer the entire time. <laughs> Benton, can you describe our new visually appealing state-of-the-art system we're yes. now doing for our opens? Did
4: you guys ever have fifth grade <laughs> and you had to do a presentation and they said, do it on PowerPoint. And you said, I'm just going to drag pictures and then write the name of pictures that is it
3: <laughs> that's what. We're, that's what we are now doing but now we're gonna have a way more multimedia in your face mind we have a
4: laser pointer
3: <laughs> mind bending Whitney thriller. got one
4: of those yardsticks that she can point with
3: <laughs> I might as well we're getting be. a chalkboard
4: that's hard for that's hard for everyone involved
3: so anyway, I am really working hard to make a a gorgeous and hilarious visual experience for the fans out there because a lot of times we say, oh, remember this thing happened, remember this thing happened, and then I'm like, oh, I wish we could pull up that photo, and then I'm like, ah, where is it? It's blah. and then I yeah, and
4: we're like, you look it up, yeah, go to, our, go to the Instagram, you say. yeah, the
3: work goes on you, but then I don't even know where it is, and it's in a Dropbox, and it's in an Adobe file, it's in the cloud, I don't you know, just started anything. the
4: picture up, put it in a jar,
3: yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to so can you see this? Can people see this now? This is the because this is the Tim Dillon. An episode Tim Dillon on Good for You Round Two.
4: Everyone in this room can see it. If that's the question. <laughs> it's not on the. I actual- don't know. It hasn't went out yet. <laughs> so. this, it hasn't can you been guys leave in the comments if you can <laughs> see
3: this. It hasn't been beamed. It hasn't been <laughs> faxed over. Because if not, we didn't do it right. You guys need to give us your fax number so we can fax you all of the elements that we're showing. In the show now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I, I don't know. I feel like this is gonna be really cool and wonderful. As soon as I figure it out, which will not be soon. So this is our gorgeous interactive. It's not interactive. I mean, I guess you can make <laughs> comments in the, yeah, on, you the guys, on the if you YouTube. Guys click, it goes to a different video. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, you can interact in the comments, and I know you will. Also, I'd like to address the fact that it does look like I have a shiner, um, and it's because I have some weird allergy, and I can't stop itching my. Oh, I thought you were eye.
4: describing your personality. Do you
3: think? <laughs> do you think that I? Uh, Rubbed it too much, or maybe I use got.
4: If you rubbed it like this, yes. I feel
3: like I got some of that counterfeit. <laughs> if makeup you clawed it, I I, bu- I bought makeup. on Benton, I know we we. we I stopped consulting on Amazon. You. Yeah, I stopped consulting you about where to buy makeup, and I think I I got my ass handed to me in the form of pink eye.
4: Someone just sent you. Because
3: I will buy brand name products on Amazon, and I'm like, oh, I can't believe this Chanel eyeshadow is only four mm-hmm. bucks. I can't believe I got it in this alley out of that man's coat. <laughs> And then I get it, and I'm like, ah, I just found a bargain. And then my eye is up, and I look like a leper.
4: And you have pink eye. I
3: know, and so, and I keep scratching it. And anyway, and we said, so luckily, if I, this is
4: the color I wanted.
3: If you guys think I look crazy, uh, you're right.
4: Can we talk about why you and tan are, you and Tan, you and Tam are so tan?
3: <laughs> we should just yeah, uh, Tan Dad. Yeah, we're t- we look very tan because we're in the dark here. This is we shot this episode um, in the. I went to uh, uh, Texas. I went to Houston. Uh, Austin and Dallas in between Houston and Dallas I was in Austin for a couple days and we we're like oh why don't we just like shoot a podcast like run and gun with Tim because he's in Austin and we just did it with one camera yeah I know where you were dark. but th- th-
4: th- does Tim live outside
3: now <laughs> Tim is tan as shit Tim is not known for protecting his skin from the sun he likes to have that like leathery Republican golfer vibe he came
4: right from Arizona that, Tim did. Yeah, that's
3: like his aesthetic um, but yeah I, we just were in the dark and Tim I think is sunburned and it looks like tan and I'm an albino and just look a little bit orange because I had to apply cream blush by myself.
4: <laughs> on your whole body. On oh, my
3: entire body. <laughs> so Give Tim Dillon is the guest on the show today. We are going to uh, now uh, use this interactive... Uh, not interactive. <laughs> this It's the science Virtual. fair. It's, it's the science fair over here. Good for you. Um, so now I'm gonna just, this is our PowerPoint on um, health and hometown. <laughs> so first of all, Benton, uh, you have... We have... Please? You have not... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that a witch from? Uh, no, that's um. Who, who, who <laughs> no, tells Frankenstein no, no, and then the guy, the guy, E-hor. the guy that's the, the, that's E-hor. like yeah. rubbing his chest. Yeah. The guy from the Princess yeah. Bride. Why did he have all those crusty herpes around his he's mouth?
4: He's a he's a monster slave.
3: I know, but he doesn't need to have like boils all over. He his eats mouth. bugs. That was how do you know?
4: I read the stories.
3: Oh, I thought that was so. <laughs> that was such a bummer. The fact that that guy had to sit in hair and makeup, and then like, yeah, we're gonna make your lips white, and then just put a bunch of fungus right in the corner of your lips. It would have
4: been worse though if they were like, you don't need anything but he was like <laughs> just head on the camera
3: <laughs> perfect you, casting you ugly son of bitch we get out even, there we don't even to put makeup on you um, uh, okay so have not seen you in a minute I saw a hilarious meme on your page uh, where you do a picture of your hometown and it's a bunch of like super smiley like normcore looking like the perfect family and then y- compared to you saying what you're supposed to what you're doing and you're putting on red uh, eyeshadow in the funniest way I'm trying to get a and point. you all know this because it's up on the keynote right now because I dragged it and dropped it there. Um, We've been uh, taking a break. We had a, r- a reset. Yeah. I mean, I've That's seen Whitney of...
4: every day for two years. Yep. And she's seen me every day for two years. Yes. That's a lot.
3: Yes. And we felt like, you know, sometimes in relationships, especially when they're super, super close, when you're so close and so entrenched, especially with the pandemic. I mean, we were together every day, all day like, sharing soup from the same bowl. Yeah, I mean we, were, we love soup. <laughs> we were, like, sharing a twin bed to sleep in, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we and only like, had a
4: twin bed. All the other ones were gone. <laughs> and I threw them away. This is going to this is gonna perpetuate the fact that I live with you. you are going to be like,
3: we know it! <laughs> <laughs> you do not live with me. Oh. Uh, you live inside my heart. Um, it is a studio apartment with no lights. Great, I love those. <laughs> and sometimes when you're so close to some uh, someone... Um, too close, it's not a healthy kind of uh, entrenchment because then you start hurting each other by accident because you're so close and haven't had a minute to like have your own life.
4: Well, yeah, we also forgot all the, th- like you forget like, is this work or is this not work? I can't remember what we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, we just took a little break. I took a little break to like, f- remember all the things that I like to do and all the things that I like did before I came here and like Regroup. refill my cup.
3: My whole thing with people that you love is you, when things start getting codependent, sometimes you just need to take a little break and a little bit of space for yourself and then re-engage after you've healed some of your own wounds and not taken anything personally. And and because when you're when you don't know where you end and someone else begins, it's really hard to not take the other person's Behavior personally because you're so close. I mean, even as simple as like you're staying at my house till midnight every night, and one day at seven you're like, "I'm gonna head out," and it's like, "But we normally you stay till time, Oh yeah, because like, things for- that aren't mean feel hurtful.
4: Yeah, exp- and also because we're both like this, but I'm like someone who, when I have a job, I really want to do the best I can do, and I forget sometimes I forget to be a human being.
3: Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Become
4: a job, and I'm it's like very bad. <gasps> <sighs> I just wanted to get a reaction, Sean, in case we needed it. <laughs>
3: Um. (laughs) All right, we went to Texas. Do you want to hear about our Texas trip? Yes, I do. We went to Houston, Texas, Dallas, Austin, Grace, Emily, and I on a crazy road trip. Within 30 seconds of landing, I made them pull over the car so that I could move roadkill off the road. And people don't understand that vultures die. A lot of animals die if there's roadkill in the middle of the street. And the problem is in Texas the speed limit's like 130 so there's so many dead animals in the road so this is a squirrel oh. Oh. i had to move that?
4: That? <laughs> well, wait wait pause this video <laughs> you moved this squirrel yes so why <laughs> have you called me back to your home multiple times to move birds and dead squirrels
3: because i missed pause the video of me throwing that squirrel to you screaming okay benton are you, i don't I, i'm calling your bluff on how aggressive oh, you yeah. are there's a dead squirrel, and Benton's gonna get it. I am fully freaked out. Oh, it's up here. Yeah. Hold on, let's... How long has it been dead? Oh, God!
0: Not that long. Oh,
3: no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! It that was the most Tennessee backwood shit I think I've ever seen. This
4: is one of the smaller dead animals that I've
3: carried. <laughs> That You did that with such ease. Yeah. Can you tie
4: it? If you want me to? <sighs> Here, do you want to catch it? <laughs> Take your phone. It's
3: just a squirrel. <laughs> I think I'm going to puke. I missed you. I, I pretend I you
4: can't can do you in, <laughs> in a different state to pick up a squirrel. You don't know where it came from. You made the one out of your yard up.
3: The ones Do you remember my, the drama when the I threw those her in the, a bag? The ones in my yard feel like they're mine and it's much more emotional. This one was just a carcass on the road and I saw the, the aftermath. I saw the, I saw the, uh, basically we were driving and these, Beautiful vultures were driving or uh, flying in the middle of the road trying to get the squirrel, almost getting hit by cars over and over again. So what am I going to be the hero or not? What am I going to no not be the ever hero? No one's
4: called a vulture beautiful, but I like that. I think that vultures are beautiful. I think, I think they're cool too. This is why
3: I have this big photo up right here of uh, Lauren Farr. She does a TED talk about how vultures help solve crime, sometimes more effectively than human beings. And be- they help
4: with diseases because they eat them out of those animals. Oh, is that true? You know the first part of animal that they eat? A disease? You no, know, the first part of animal.
3: The disease part?
4: Their eyes are their butthole.
3: Yeah, their eyes are their butthole. They're the softest part. That's right. And then their brains actually have, uh, brains and intestines usually have the most uh, nourishment or, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, the most, I hope n- it's nourishment. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Halston. The most nutrients of any part of the animal. So if you see a corpse in the middle of a forest and 30 <laughs> feet away. Leave the forest.
4: Because <laughs> what the hell?
3: If you uh, see vulture feathers 30 feet away from the body, that means it was a gunshot wound. Because they flew to get that more nutritious brain part, and they'll never move unless there's some kind of uh, uh, nutritional reward because they're scavengers, and they don't know when they're going to eat next.
4: And they got those tiny little heads. That's pretty cool. And they're
3: tiny little bald heads, and those then they're big fur coats on. <laughs> they, look, they look
4: They're like a little villain.
3: So I did... Um, start cleaning the road because there was blood on the road. I These vultures, y'all gotta slow down in Texas when you're driving.
4: Did you think the vultures were gonna stop and lick the blood up?
3: Well, no, the vultures, you don't see it here, but they were flying into the road trying to get any part they could, so I had to keep moving this carcass away and get them out of way
4: i cannot believe you touched the scroll. i didn't pu- touch you- it i used a- you puked for 30 minutes when i got Don't the bag near you oh look at everyone <laughs> they were nonsense. not no they were
3: not grace was not having grace was, was we're late for the look pig at your farm face. you're
4: so proud i was mm. <laughs> i want to know what prompted you to bring jorts back so hardcore <laughs> I mean, you have been rocking cut off, and I mean, cut off in the mid thigh jorts since I've been away.
3: I know, Ben. You, you said things have really fallen apart since we've uh, taken a
4: reset. You said I need. You know what I like? I like a good mid thigh cut off. <laughs> I, I want you to know I have thighs, but don't look at them.
3: I don't want it to be any higher because I'm a whore. I'm not going to be a whore. I'm not gonna act like a huer. Okay, <laughs> and that. But I don't like them too long, because then that's a little like um uh because they'll my girl. Show your girl. butt path. You'll well, show we'll your sh-
4: butt path. Getting it getting higher.
3: <laughs> that's what it is. Listen, I can
4: have my booty cheek out if it's made of foam. I can't
3: have my chicken cutlet butt underwear hanging out. That would look crazy. <laughs> and then we went to Central Texas Pig Rescue, which um you guys saw some of the footage. We are now gonna sh- we're gonna premiere some brand new footage you have not seen. Uh, <laughs> premiere
4: Will the full thing come <laughs> out later. Yes, we're
3: premiering it here. We're <laughs> gonna start premiering. <laughs> We are premiering footage These are our premier on looks. podcasts now. And I need everyone to take this seriously because it's really important to me. Look
4: at Joe's eye on that picture. And He's like, So oh. this
3: is Joe. Okay, so for, uh, for y'all that don't know, uh, about two years ago, I rescued. I hate when people say I rescued. You, you did the least you could do. You picked it up and put it in your car. Just you did down. a lot. This I, was a lot. Rescue, but rescue is such a like, I rescued a pig. Like, you hit the pig. I didn't, I didn't carry a baby out of a burning building. I picked up a gross pig because no one else would pick it up. And then I'm so codependent. And, uh, you
4: did hide it in luggage and smuggle it in a hotel I did do that. So, don't say
3: the name of the hotel because that I, is, don't know I believe <laughs> that is illegal. A, a what I did. <laughs> so this was when I got him. He was like the littlest tiniest, you know, scrubbiest little. He was a, a starved, uh, uh, a product, a victim of. How about that? The uh, micro pig industry. I can't believe
4: the, you have these photos of us. I do.
3: So long I ago. stop <laughs> it. And look, this is him when he finally started being able to walk a little bit. And this is him um, at my house on my couch. I mean, is that the cutest thing you've ever seen? Him jumping on the couch. Pigs are so emotional and they're so engaging. They're so smart and they're. They're so smart. So smart. They, what is it? The third uh, second, smartest thought, animal, or maybe the second, smarter than dogs, and they have the emotional intelligence of toddlers. So hanging out with him like was so sweet. Look how he would find little places to hide. Most and, people
4: like, have the emotional intelligence of toddlers. You know what? You know what?
3: Honestly, pigs might be pigs smarter. Be smarter. Than... <laughs> so I got so obsessed with this pig. I used to have to take him to the vet every night at like two in the morning because he had pneumonia. His temperature was 104 degrees. Like he was just like dying, and I didn't know how to help him. And most vets have no idea what to do with pigs because no one pays money to keep pigs alive so we drove this pig from california to best drop texas in on a rainy day two years ago to get him to this pig rescue where they were going to take care of him and they knew what to do that's us how cute (laughs) that's him being carried that's this is the first time i went to central texas pig rescue and this is when i had to leave him it was so sad look so this is how big he was by the time I dropped yeah, him Yeah, look off. how, much bigger, look how much bigger he is. Look how much bigger he is because I fed him and he's he would just roll over and let me scratch him i love he, pigs i'm obsessed so obsessed he's the cutest thing ever so we went back Look at his for black
4: toenail polish
3: <laughs> we went back for a very emotional reunion where i got to see my pig again for the first time he's so big he's such a good boy that's him right there but i am gonna be honest with you guys he, I, I i pictured that he was gonna like run up to me and like like jump into my arms and be like britney like we had this incredible bond and he kind of didn't recognize me at all. He was like... (laughs) He didn't recognize me at all. And, well, it was he's naturally a scared pig, hasn't seen me in too much. It was more like there was a lot going on. Well,
4: your outfit could also be jarring.
3: (laughs) That isn't... I wore an outfit of myself covered in pictures of him. He was
4: like, wow, wearing my trauma back in front of me? (laughs) Thanks. You're gonna dig the pads up when I couldn't move? I had
3: a full outfit planned out to wear. Oh, it's making me emotional just talking about it. And he did not recognize me which is okay because they're pulling me aside (laughs) because I'm so emotional with animals. Oh my God. And they pulled me aside and they were like, no, no, it's not your fault. He's just, he's got a lot of brain damage.
4: It's not your fault. He's a pig. Um,
3: I know it wasn't even that he was a pig. And then he was like, I mean, the pig had a 104 I mean, degree temperature it. for six months. I mean, it's like, <laughs> this thing's a vegetable. It's like mean, an egg. To, like, we're happy to keep feeding him. And <laughs> we're, we're so excited you're coming to visit him. But I just like, in my head, it was like such an, emo- going to be such an emotional reunion. And it was sort of me being like, hey, like trying right. to give him a carrot. All the
4: <laughs> other pigs are doing math. <laughs> They're playing Pictionary. Your pig's like, hey. All
3: the other pigs were super happy to see me. But to be fair, could you imagine
4: someone coming up to you wearing a a full outfit of pictures of you?
3: (laughs) That would be upsetting. That would be jarring. That I would love be jarring.
4: you'd be like, "What the oh, hell?" Oh
3: God! But the work they do is so amazing. This is me. I finally kind of was able to like spend some time with them and get close to them. But it was like it was just I had projected so much into it. So then we saw these other pigs and scratched all these <laughs> other pigs' bellies, <laughs> and
4: it was and ended up being. So then I just saw other pigs, and
3: I like there was, there was, there was an alpaca. Oh I guess the I'm- fact that I'm crying is so pathetic. Ah. oh my goodness. I love what they do so much that we decided to do a little a little challenge here. We decided to raise money. We did an IG Live um, in a place where no one had Wi-Fi. I mean, more things could not have gone wrong if you scripted it out. But we did uh, this uh, big thing where I went into the pig. the the What do you? Oh, this is called you a wallow. You went into the pig wallow. This is a pig wallow. If I raised $1,000 on IG Live, I said I would sit in this pig wallow. Um, Waller. With, look at that. Sat all the way in. Went in. Raised the thousand dollars. Emily saw me in the bog and was disgusted, and frankly annoyed, frustrated, disappointed. And then I like a little light bulb went off in her head. At her, she has these like um, sparks of entrepreneurial genius, where she knows she can get cash fast in by uh, manipulating me because she knows what I value. And so she just yells, "For five grand, I'll run in." And I was like, okay, (laughs) that's the easiest check I've ever written. (laughs) And then I said, okay, so if you run in here, because as soon as she said it and I said, yes, she had one of those little moments. Like, remember when she was offered $7,500 to give herself a wedgie and she didn't take it on Instagram?
2: But you need to explain that I'm an inside kid. Okay.
3: So that's Emily's whole thing. She doesn't even let my dogs lick her. It's gross. It's gross. Okay. She thinks that's gross. (laughs) And uh, what did you tell your uh, child? Because I was like, well, you played outside as a kid, right? No, I
2: didn't. Why not? I'm an inside kid.
3: She told her teacher...
2: During I, recess that I was an inside kid. And I got to stay inside and paint while the other kids played. And I was like, didn't you play sports? Like, no. Why not? I was on the Student Government Association.
3: You are the... the SGA. You are the type of kid I would have beaten up uh, when I was Thank in you. high school. And so she said that. And I was like, okay... I saw her deliberate after she said for $5,000, I'll run in there. I was like, okay, I will double it for Central Texas Pig Rescue because they need a barn really badly and they're moving to a new space and have new pigs, right? So I was like, if you jump in here, not only are you making money to get the car that you need Mm -hmm. to buy, you're also going to, you know.
2: I'm helping pigs. You're helping
3: pigs. So this is, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. I'm going to try to just play this video in its entirety and then we'll go back through it and discuss. I told Emily, uh, no, she said for $5,000 I'll run in cuz Emily needs herself a car. So, Emily, if you come in, you will get that money and and I will match it to Central Texas Pig Rescue. Woo! That 5 grand is going to buy them a barn and Emily a Camry.
0: Hello? Okay. Come on, Emily. No more. Oh my god, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going I'm grand! Oh Ten grand. Oh i can't get out. This is where i you. <laughs>
4: easy
3: i i think it's important to acknowledge that emily's first line in the bog was my Band-Aids. Oh, no, my band-aids and then by the way the best is when she fell on her hands she started trying to clean her hands off <laughs> with the bog mud she was at, literally cleaning her hands like out damn spot
4: the best part of this video is you stopping to wipe your own eye <laughs>
3: Well, I, I had mud in my eye. You were like,
4: can you hold? Oh, God. <laughs> I
3: started, first of all, it was my shirt she was wearing. Yeah. So that oh, made my- that made it a little less weird. But I, I was trying to help her, but she splattered oh. mud in my eye. <laughs> and so I was like, had like pirate strength where I was only using one <laughs> eye. And then I was like, if I can just clean this off, I can get her out of this box. And then it took a good 40 or so minutes to get her boots oh off. Oh, my
2: God. Well, this I don't know. When I was most scared.
3: We c- Okay, so that's... Th- oh! There was a guy that wanted Emily to send him a picture of her with a wedgie uh, for $7,500, so I just did it right now, so you can I'll memo it to me. You. Yeah, Damn, I'm showing people it.
4: People only want me to do stuff for them on my Instagram. <laughs> can you tell Whitney? Can you help me do this? And what do you, You're over here just, can you give a wedgie? <laughs> I
3: have a wedgie right now.
2: <laughs>
3: so this is like trying to get your boots off. It
2: was actually not a bit. Look at what's coming out! <laughs> oh I was holding God. on to that with all my might.
4: With all my might.
2: It's <laughs> my I'm
3: gonna chew. If you that, would be the grossest part of this <laughs> whole thing. Okay. They were
4: If you farted and then that liquid came out, oh
3: the a number of people who had to get involved to get off one boot of Emily's body
2: I had scrapes on the insides of my arms from holding <laughs> up. Look, look at <laughs> Like how, how like, did like, you think this like,
3: helped? Wait, look how hard we. You hung this pillar like I got like,
2: great. like abrasion.
3: Like you're a um, a civil war wife, and your husband just came home from war, no, or he's, he's leaving. Been. You're trying to pull her off. Can you guys help? Like, what would I? What could I have done better in this situation? You're doing
2: great, MMD bro. <laughs> oh, the sock. I mean, it was.
3: <laughs> A nightmare. Uh, you could probably
4: sell that sock somewhere.
3: Okay, so this Grace, is so Grace is the winner of the Central Texas Pig Rescue uh, visit. Excuse me. <laughs> you, no, <laughs> you earned. You earned. You this were is, a victim of it. This, <laughs> so Grace said, "When um, we're going to the the, the pig rescue place, um, this is Grace's theory on why pigs need to be rescued." Okay. Just tell them, tell them what you said about. Pigs.
2: They can't. They can't like lift their necks, so they've never seen the stars.
4: (laughs) I used to have that problem, (laughs) but now.
2: Every,
3: everyone at the pig rescue was like what like what's happening did this girl win a contest to come to central tech visit? they were like
4: the pigs can lay down and roll I, I over know,
3: that's what they said to her they're like um because they sensed how much it hurt her i they like i was like didn't want to burst her bubble but at the same time like no, no no they can lay down and and when they're sideways they see stars honey it's fine <laughs> and like grace i guess grace thought we were gonna go like lift them up so they're they like do you want up. a sticker you want a sticker before you go? <laughs> like, we were just going to go around lifting up 500-pound pigs just so they can <laughs> see the stars. <laughs> but that is such a sweet, I mean, how cute is that? Um, okay, so now we, we uh, before we get to Tim Dillon, I'm going to tell you that I snapped in Texas. And this is something that happens Often and will continue to happen. I found out about this zoo. It's called the Capital of Texas Zoo. Also a stupid name. Were you
4: alone for this? I was alone. What were you wearing? Because that is a. That You're about to see. You're about oh. to see
3: because I videoed the entire thing. Uh, y'all know I am known for storming into fucked up anywhere really. A be- <laughs>
4: Just pick a place CVS <laughs> it's into bad relationships the capital now
3: back to the animals <laughs> look at this lion just in this mud pit alone that's so sad and then this white tiger is here this is really what grinds my gears because you've heard me rant about this there's no such thing as a white tiger now it's all inbreeding and they all the reason they have cross eyes is most of them have extra chromosomes because they've been inbred so much so whenever you see a white tiger that means they're breeding daughters and fathers brothers and sisters it's always some kind of inbreeding going on so I saw that white tiger and I was like ah I don't like this one bit. I'm going to go ruin my day. And this tiger in this little cage right here is just despicable and disgusting. So I saw these pictures and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, mommy's got to turn around. Aunt Whitney's grumpy. So I went in to take photos uh, and video for myself. I went in. There were basically 13-year-olds running the zoo. This This is not a joke. So these are the photos that I first, as I was going in, okay? It's like, okay, the animals are eating dog food. Like, this is very bad news if someone's feeding animals dog food. Uh, and well, Especially if
4: they're not dogs.
3: <laughs> and I went in, there was... Exactly, this is not a... Yeah, so this is a... I don't want to blow up this person's spot, so I'm just showing the side. This girl was probably, what, 13 years old, and she's giving these animals dog food around apex predators, and I'm like, none of this feels right. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't track for me. Why are we giving friskies no, to fancy lions? Fancy feast to this tiger? Fancy feast, it's not okay. Everything that's going on. So I... Then kept Was that looking- mushrooms in that bucket? don't get me fucking started on how disgusting this place was and how, not disgusting as in like this is gross I mean like in, like actual animal abuse so I went around I was mostly looking for the white tiger because it was missing and there had been a big freeze in Texas and he either sold it or something and so I'm, I'm looking for the white tiger I go into the, the, the lion this is the lion enclosure do you see right over here the baby in the back right here so there's a baby cub in the back mm-hmm. in a separate cage already abused because they're not allowing the mother to be with the baby I go see the bears which these are the ones there that are bears yes these are the ones that are Asiatic black bears That are used um, For that uh, Their gallbladders It's like a huge Animal trafficking thing Where um, uh, There's illegal hunting For it But that's They put bears in boxes And they take their Gallbladders out It's like a folk Chinese medicine thing how do you not know this? I'm I'm informing. This is so exciting.
4: I didn't even know bears went in the attic.
3: Yeah, so I'm looking at these two Asiatic bears that are in Asiatic. <laughs>
4: that's what it is. That are
3: in the tiniest. They're basically in a the attic. At the, it's like a tiny enclosure, uh, yeah, and none of them have everybody. none of them have water. Uh, which is illegal and there's no food or water or shade which is all illegal so I go in guns blazing I'm like I would like to speak to the manager (laughs) hard and uh, did not did not go great and I just thought you guys should see the kind of undercover crazy shit I do now undercover blatantly
4: in front of them no
3: but now yeah. well it was undercover at first (laughs) because I didn't know if the guy was there so I needed to get get the footage before we got in an altercation because he technically he could call the police and say I'm trespassing even though I did pay and all these people have guns and they're really nasty and violent obviously psychopath you want my knife? so i got all my footage first uploaded to the cloud in case this guy want to cue me and then <laughs> this is me this the two bears no water this is me talking to this person i just think the audio is so funny i me trying to reason with a 13 year old
4: i like the 13 is like what
3: are you talking uh, about would you like the owner's phone number ah. hold on so, so my, I, I, I'm happy to talk to the owner. It's not going to go well, and he knows better than us. Yeah. So, so what's the plan? And I also want to know where the white tiger is, and um. <laughs> I him, yeah, I don't work with the big cats at all. Yeah, with, um, no, this isn't your fault. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to upset you. I'm just there. So there's no protocol in place when he's gone for y'all to just be able to refill the water. Well, I'm really leaning into y'all, trying to be like I'm from Texas. <laughs> this
4: girl's like, I have to go to Hot Topic at like three o'clock, and you're really. <laughs>
3: she's like, like uh, we have a
4: concert and i'm
3: just trying to afford my ticket she's like i have a party to go make slime with my friends in a minute i was without him refill that oh, okay yeah okay so, and then because you see they're trying to get in it because they're hot yeah and they can overheat and have heart attacks all the time. so he just doesn't care
0: well he he says to you know fill up as much we've
3: been so many things been happening today but yeah fill it up as much as possible i This is the behavior of incredibly stressed out animals. Yeah, like I mean, it was (laughs) so. This is me
4: and all my jobs. Do you want someone else's phone number? (laughs) Do you want to call anybody else? Who Would
3: you like to speak to? This is what I call when being a Karen is good. Okay, technically
4: a Karen because this makes sense.
3: I'm being a full Karen, but about something positive. I feel like all the Karens out there, if they could just use it to like protect animals, protect kids, like do something good it could change the world okay yeah, so instead of use a coupon I haven't seen, seen these videos ago. but this is just me talking into the camera cause I was like oh I'm gonna make like a whole video oh, she's vlogging to, I'm fully <laughs> vlogging <laughs> trying to take this motherfucker down which will happen uh, but I don't even know what I say here but it's gonna be embarrassing cause I'm so fucking serious I need somebody to explain to me where the bear's water is even though this enclosure is already fucking really small this is it this is when aunt Whitney loses her shit the exact time <laughs> she loses her fucking mind. More on that later. And now there's a little announcements page so that I don't have to say all the announcements anymore and be super boring and annoyed and mispronounce everything and get the dates wrong. It's written yeah, right there. Learn to read. Look at that. New merch. You can speak to that, please.
4: New merch, June 4th. Yeah. This is a smaller collection than we normally launch. Which but a means more fancy. Yes, it is a much... Um, it's just a nicer it's nicer quality nicer everything nicer graphics
3: yeah
4: Um. we just really tried to improve it and it is really fun it had a really
3: it's very it's a big swing like it's very artistically it is. like in your face it was all It was like us
4: you'll like it I think you guys will really like it But Ball- we took a lot of your notes took all your notes we
3: did take all your notes we're going to Baltimore uh, June 10th through 12th okay so remember the go to Benetton <laughs> we booked this when we never thought we were gonna do comedy again and we're like doing comedy to cars and we're like let's do it together and like you know we're trauma bonding there's still one more date left in Reno Nevada uh july 23rd and it's those gonna, were great
4: shows too i know
3: they were a blast but it's just so funny that we're like haven't seen each but other when in we get
4: outside in the rain and like mm, close to new york whatever that I was, think that was Cape what Cod. oh you no
3: know, that was connecticut that was, was connecticut great. oh that was the most fun and then um las vegas i'm coming to the mirage saturday uh august 7th so <sighs> the beat the heat beat the heat Come a see a comedy venue, show. Or? I know. That's a fancy venue. What, um, share? So now uh it's time for a Tim Dylan interview, which feel is very much like like a rematch from when he was here. Oh, you fought him. Yes, fought him. Because most of the people that he was telling me I wasn't cool enough because I didn't know them, David Dobrik and all these people, most of them are canceled now.
4: Also so, children.
3: Also children, what do you mean?
4: Right, they're young. Huh? They're kids, right? David Dobrik and them, how old are they? I don't know. Oh.
3: I don't know. I because if I knew, that'd be bad. Ah, that was a <laughs> trick and you won.
4: Don't write elephants. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Tim.
3: Slate, Whitney Cummings, two, one, five, three, four. Can you do the She just likes to make fun of me at every turn. At the podcast awards, they're like, Can you do a sound check? And I was like, Hi, I'm Whitney Cummings. She's like The Podcast Awards? <laughs> the, ambies. the Ambies, which by the way, had sound issues the whole time. I Ah, market, Margaret. I have Margaret. S- Margaret. Uh, let me know when. Yeah. yeah. See, I like to micromanage this because I have a set of skills that are no longer needed by anyone. Right. Which is directing, creating television shows, making movies. Yeah. I know term market. No one even says that anymore. Right. People- when well, you did the Godfather, right? Right. <laughs> making movies. I played <laughs> the horse, dead horse, in the bed. Yeah. That was my horse. Uh, and I know how to do All these things That nobody respects anymore And it's like I'm, I'm, I'm well Well you've turned this podcast Into
1: like An episode of Frasier <laughs> Like you've turned it Like the, the slating And the yeah. like Let's start
3: But what? why It takes
1: all the fun And spontaneity out of it And it makes it uh, into something it's not. But
3: it's interesting. Yeah, that's what I do with relationships as well. Everything has to be over-controlled to the point of having absolutely no serendipitous fun or anything. Because none of it matters, no matter how much magic you catch. It does not matter if the sound isn't good or if it's not in focus. I did an independent movie where I put my own money into it. We shot 14 days, like the whole, like that's not a lot of time to do a feature movie, like was giving my whole life. And we go into post half of the shots are out of focus. People were like, Whitney's crazy, she's micromanaging, she's controlling. I'm like, can we just check and make sure it's in focus? Everyone's like, oh, fucking women, bitches be crazy. Get in there, half of it's out of focus. And uh, uh, there's extras in the back, there's one member in the bookstore scene, there's a bookstore scene at the end, had to p- like pay my own money, like rent out this bookstore, shooting the scene, and I kept saying, I was like, because I was on camera, I was like, there's a weird extra in the background wearing like pajamas, I'm telling you, it's weird. And I was like, Whitney, just calm down, just stop, stop fucking micromanaging everyone. We get into post, it fully looks like someone in a KKK hood. Right. It is a long T-shirt that looks like a, a KKK garb. We have to send it to India. It costs $8,000 to remove it frame by frame. But I am I micromanage.
1: Well, you know, uh, this is not that.
3: Okay. Tell, okay. Yeah. T- Tim has decided that I am profoundly eternally wrong on pretty much everything. Not... Profoundly, okay, <laughs> but eternally. I've never
1: said you were profoundly
3: okay. Anything you have. The last time you were on yeah. the Good for You podcast, you spent two hours eviscerating me for uh, uh, being or- irrelevant, and uh, what I still makes me laugh—an old goat that knows nothing about the hot new kids. Everyone that you bragged about has either uh, is either on trial. Uh, who was it? Oh yeah, the TikTok. It was. It wasn't David Dobrik that you were into at the time. No,
1: I was saying that you were, you were disconnected mm-hmm. from what was going on.
3: Thank God.
1: And you were talking about uh, me being a judge on The Masked Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I no. believe you were saying that the career goals that I should have involved being a judge on The Masked Dancer. And I was saying, no, I don't want to do that. And you were aghast at the idea that someone would maybe want to skip that part of this business
3: let me ask you a question what would be more f- more hilarious than you as a judge on the maz dancer
1: um fun banter <laughs> with a hostess at a restaurant but you like, can, but i you, mean can, literally anything else
3: but you get to do it all like that's my thing is like take the but money you
1: here's the thing you don't get to do it all this is the Fallacy. Okay. You do not get to do it all. Who is doing it all?
3: That's a great question.
1: That's what I want to know. That's a great... Who Who we still respect. Sure. Nobody's doing it all. You Tiffany Haddish
3: kind of does it all. Where's her podcast? I know. Well, that's a good... That's, but I mean, and I'm not saying she needs one. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't need one. Yes. You got to pick She at doesn't least, need it. Do two, two things well... Right. ...and a third thing every now and then for a money grab. My thing is more... Uh, don't cut off your opportunity for the fun money grabs. If someone comes to you and is like, hey, for half a million dollars, do you want to do four episodes of The Masked Dancer all in one day, just do it. And this this is what I love about you is that you live a life, you live an interesting life so you can tell interesting stories. Go do it, if anything, because your podcast will get better because you'll be able to tell but stories about the, it.
1: The, the reason why this is a false choice is because I am not being asked to, I'm, I'm not being asked to judge a masked dancer right. because I would, when I got to set. And by the way, I, I'm
3: not, I never said you should do that. I had just done did, it. You did no. and people
1: can watch it <laughs> and make their own decisions. You know I was I on drugs would, that entire time. I, if
3: I was judging the
1: mass dancer, I would stop in the middle of it and go, why are we here? Why are we doing this? What is wrong? What is so deeply wrong with all of us? That is why they don't ask me to do it.
3: Mass dance, I mean, look, there is something to be said for mass distraction and visual anesthesia. And we had
1: it for a while, and it was great art, right? You yeah. Or great shows, right? Uh, we had amazing television. We still do have some really great shows. We had great movies. That's mass distraction. I yeah. don't know why mass distraction has to be somebody dressed up like a tiger dancing on television and then you quizzing them about what reality show they could have been on and trying to figure out their identity.
3: Here's what I'll say. It is
1: Because that makes me go, I'm not distracted anymore. I want to join a militia. <laughs> Instead of, oh, this was a good episode of ER. I go, this is dumb... They're bombing every country in the world. They're taking all of our money and they're not even giving us you know, my friend Nick Mullen would always say, like, just give us good movies. Yeah. Can, if you're gonna let Epstein and Jislane run the whole, just can
3: you give us fucking Tommy boy? We're gonna get back to that in a second, but who would be higher on the list than me to play just Lane Maxwell in a miniseries? Name one person who'd be better a, at it than a me. A better actress? Or just a better pick?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe
3: like like of course you need, Julian. Can Moore. you do a British
1: accent? Can you do it? Of course. <laughs> can you do a British accent? Because it's proper. It's not it's not. <laughs> is the, it Cockney? No, that's Cockney. That's southern. That and was not Cockney. That was nothing. Southern is Cockney. You know what I can do? And then do? there's northern, which is Manchester, Liverpool. But Gislaine, I think was a, it was sort of slow. It's droll. It's it o was posh. Jeffrey. It was very posh. It's, it's a deep voice. Jeffrey, oh, I've got to new. I've got oh, a new darling. girl. I've got a girl for you. Oh, it's Naomi she's, Campbell. She's oh, good ba- to see you. She's Barely yeah. 16. It's very young. They're very young. But everybody's having fun. The T's
3: are D's. She's barely 16. You love. No, now you're going. I'm auditioning. Yeah, but it's bad. You loved this young. I don't know how to say. Pussy with an English accent.
1: What you? But just Lane would never
3: say that. Oh, good point.
1: So you have to understand. <laughs> you're just being a little naughty, were not you? <laughs> were not you being a little? Oh, naughty? Jeffrey, Bill and Hillary were being a little naughty, <laughs> and, and it's just kind of a soft. Billy, Billy. It's a
3: soft, regal kind of British accent. It's not that. Excuse long. me. Hold for the hold it's for long. the boat. We're uh, yeah. we forgot to contextualize that we are on Lake Austin, and there are um, frat frats on boats yeah. behind us it's uh, a softer british partying. accent it's
1: not like a cockney accent where it's you're imagining it where she's a we go all these kids we fuck in the <laughs> house love <laughs>
3: no, that's not she it would, they would have gotten busted way sooner if that was her it's accent exactly the right the key to that racket was her in yes. the escota and saint John suits horrible woman but you got to imagine <laughs> a great dinner party guest dude no one can be that Damaging and uh, is not a little bit of fun for that long and not be a charmer, quite. Here, I bet Let this
1: episode be an hour defense of <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell. No,
3: but that is the that to me is the conversation nobody will have, which is that no one gets away with stuff that long if they're not a little charming or entertaining or beguiling.
1: Well, it's a hard point to make. I take it and I agree with it. I think she was but the but key to tough, his whole racket. It's a tough she was, he was a pimp. Yeah, she was the person. But they were like, "Oh, yeah. that's
3: his. That's his beautiful wife. He's dating." That is the key to predators: is they're married or or aligned with someone that is their same age, even older than them. And you go, "Well, he's married to her. He. That's so cool. He's he's with someone his age. Right. Meanwhile, he's getting jerked off by children uh, right. in you know Coconut Grove or wherever. Right. So it's like th- she throws you off because you see that guy at party and you're like, "He's a fucking pervert." And then you're like, "Wait, he's with her." And that's she's, true. She's got some crows. That's a very good she's point. She's got some crows feet. She has got. She looks like she, you know, uh, has some, some of those. She she doesn't even get her face done. Like, he's not shallow at all. I'm wrong. I'm the asshole. That's correct. I judged him.
1: Yes, that's and correct. And
3: meanwhile- you know,
1: and meanwhile, he's just tearing through my dastardly activity <laughs> behind closed doors.
3: That to me is the whole thing. Well,
1: it's like Bill and Hillary Clinton, right? So you're like, oh, he's with this strong mm-hmm. woman who's like yeah. a real, you know, she's not a homemaker. She's out there. She's got mm-hmm. a career yep. and he can handle that. Yep. And isn't that great? And oh, how modern and how progressive and everything and all the articles in the 90s. He wa- like, you know what it is? Yeah.
3: He wants to date an equal. That's what we say. That's he right. wants an equal. And in the '90s, that was the
1: the the rationale, or that was the whole, you know, um, you know, the kind of uh, the inertia that moved their campaign forward was that it was the inevitability of the of the progressive modern change. This is a strong woman, yeah. And but what it really was was partners. Uh, He
3: could be with some thought, and he's not. What
1: was great is that recently there was a quote from the Gail Sheehy biography of Hillary where after Lewinsky, she didn't talk to him for a matter of months and then only started talking to him again when she called him and uh, and told him to bomb Syria. So that's a real marriage.
3: So— I am a. Little, I am fascinated with those old school relationships where it's like we're a business, and yes. I've heard a. i have heard I know a lot of these couples in Hollywood, and the whole thing is, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't want to fuck you. You don't want to fuck me. Right. We don't have a prenup. Just don't embarrass me. That's, that's the deal. That's the relationship I'm in with Robert Pattinson right now. <laughs> it's uh,
1: who wanted to zoom. They he wanted to do zoom with me and then backed out of it what i'm my agent because robert patton wants to do a zoom with you and then i was like okay sure and then uh i emailed back and there was she was like oh we'll figure it out lol but then nothing so. Nothing.
3: what what do you think here's the problem with your, i
1: think it was just hey when, i like your show you're in the place where th- people
3: just want to talk to you yeah and you're maybe. like okay i'm not going on weird dates like i maybe. say money and the project up front before I get on the phone with you and waste so much of my time.
1: I would waste time listening to what he had to say.
3: Why not? I bet he could help me with my English job.
1: Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, perhaps. But those, you know, like the Obamas slept in separate beds and the Clintons, like when you get to that level of work that has to be done every day, you can't have a relationship like my
3: aunt. No, and no, no, my no, this do. is a business. You are both. I actually, th- I used to work on a, I was doing a joke for a while before, uh, when Hillary was running, uh, this was before four. So this must've been what? 12 years ago. I was in Napa which is a super conservative part of the country. I didn't really know that. And I went on stage and I said something about like, oh my God, we could have a female president. It's still the chances of her winning at that time were incredibly slight. This is the first time she ran. And I was doing jokes about having a female president. And there were a lot of like kind of unoriginal jokes going around like, when she's on her period, watch out, she's gonna start a war. Like people like had already done shit about female president stuff. But I was trying to do one that was like, the first female president, if we have the first female president, uh we're gonna have to like put in the a contract that she's not sucking her husband's like he has to get sex workers during the time she's president because like no world leader can know she's sucking dead like that's the least regal act you can do like just everyone needs to know so that they're not sitting in meetings being like did she have her head in someone's fucking lap last night just to let everyone know she's not fucking for that four years it has to be part of it because it's just too degrading you can't respect and um and I was in Napa doing a, j- a joke in that area, and someone yelled at me, N- uh, "Know your demographic." And I was like, "Huh?" Yeah. And then, like, a uh, uh, this is the only time I've ever done stand up where a fight broke out in the audience, and I couldn't see what was going on. Like, people were like, I just saw like wrestling, yeah. and people I didn't realize how. Sort of conservative that area well, was. I agree
1: with the person who yelled that,
3: but, uh, but because it's
1: saying, a wine, it's people are trying to get wine drunk in Napa, and they don't need you showing up and telling them about uh, Little Miss President.
3: But it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a charged political joke. Of it was like I was also I was insane. talking about Ross Perot. I was talking, yes. and, and I was like, I am just not going to do political You're material yourself now a little bit. You're like I was
1: doing my Truman bit. <laughs> And then I broke into, what if we had a lady in there? And I got, you know, I was doing my old. Uh, I was not know.
3: doing a Ross Perot bit, I was doing but my I old did.
1: Thomas Jefferson chunk. <laughs> and then I uh, I forget you've been in the business literally since the dawn of time. People forget this. But this isn't dye. This is her natural hair. <laughs> She's been in the business so long that she can throw out that she was doing Ross Perot material.
3: No, I never was. Crazy. I crazy. <laughs> I was trying to think of no because then I was like Dan Quayle. I, I yeah. do so little politics growing up in in spending most of my time in D.C. You get so fucking sick of politics yeah. that I can't even like follow it. To me, it's just DC become a sport. She's a
1: shitty city because people only talk about politics. New York people talk about real estate and food. This is true. People are obsessed with where you live, how you got the apartment, what does it look like, how many square feet is in that? In New York. In New York, everything in New York is real estate because it's eight and a half miles by two miles. So people are, every position that people end up being in, everybody's fascinated by like, there's no other city. Every other city you sit down, you go, I got an apartment, they go, oh, where is it? By the park, you go, great, great, great. In New York, it's, how did you get it? What Who? was the deal? Yes. Who lives there? It's an obsession with New York because getting a good deal is what everybody's into. And they love food in New York because there are so many restaurants and there's so many things where people will get into like loud and angry debates about cheesecake yeah. or whatever. And that's what New York talks about, it, like money, real estate, food. DC is only politics yeah. and LA is only the Traffic. entertainment business and mid-traffic.
3: Yeah, when you arrive there And so now it's
1: homeless people but it used to just be- It
3: used to be like, so how did you get here? Right. And then you'd, for the first 20 yeah. minutes you talk about how you got At to the Austin, meeting. Austin,
1: because it's nothing, yep. no one talks about anything because there's nothing to talk about <laughs> except- the tech people are moving here, and people either love it or hate it. I and love There's that nothing you're, to talk about. It's a city without an identity. I love that it's you're zero
3: furious that Austin is getting highly populated and more corporate because you've talked about it for the past year and made it popular.
1: I this have, is your fault. I have said nothing about the city of Austin, Texas. And uh-huh. I want I to go on record here. Okay, I'm not go. Is a dump. <laughs> it is a dump. The city of Austin, Texas is for people that have not made it in other cities like myself. (laughs) Like myself. No, it's true. No, it's true. If I had the money to live in the Pacific Palisades, which is now on fire,
3: I would be okay.
1: I'm a loser. But if Ryan Phillippe
3: hadn't been divorced by Reese Witherspoon, he would not be able to live in the Palisades. That is also true. That That is no prenup money. That is also correct. But... He's a. He's not on man. the Cruel Intentions money. No, no. He's not no, living off. Uh, no. He's not living off that DVR. But what money. I'm
1: saying is, I am here as a loser amongst <laughs> losers. Let's be quite honest about what it is.
3: But you come, you came from New York. I fucking called this, and you. You're right. Do not listen. I don't. I. You were right about one thing, and it was that. I should dye my hair.
1: No, it was that. You know, Austin, I was going to be very unfulfilled.
3: Which is fine because the more unfulfilled you are, the funnier you are. Sure. So I'm fine with you continuously making terrible mistakes and not listening. Ben to Ben and his
1: wife love it, but they like street lights. Like they get excited if there's street lights, and they get excited about the, you know. <laughs> it, it's like it's like they're being, simple you know, people. With, they're very simple people. They're they like simple. to stare at the sun and wait for Satan to come and <laughs> kill them both because but, they grew up in a cult. I like a little stimulation here and there. You and need- I, I don't get it here because Austin is a little city. There's two streets downtown where everybody gets drunk and shoots each other. <laughs> and then in and around it is like people that are like at coffee shops angry. And I'm like, dummy,
3: of course you're not making it. You live here, you schmuck. Well, Austin, look, as someone that is half from Texas, Ugh. I'm not coming for you I Texas. I like Texas, I love Dallas. I love Houston. Well, you're a you're I, a, I like that. You're a man of the finer things in life.
1: And you, you I mean, I came here for dinner. You you show up with pimento cheese in a plastic cup. She said we're having dinner. I thought she would have a meal she had a frozen pizza she didn't know how to cook. There's nine assistants. No one can get a pizza in the oven here. She's got, she's, got more, she's got more employees than the Pentagon, and no one can get a pizza in the oven. And then we're eating queso that's not even
3: warm, and I have to smoke 19 cigarettes
1: to fill myself up. And by the way,
3: actually, I, I, I kind of stalled on the pizza. I could have really asked someone to do it, but I looked down and it said gluten-free. And I was like, we can't, oh, we, we can't even bring that to dinner. I look it's- in the refrigerator, she's got almond yogurt. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's... But, a, it's a- but the, the thing that fascinates me about you is that you are obsessed with living the life of a billionaire, uh, uh, but like right now. Yes. At all times.
1: Well, life is short. You will never... This nev- is what
3: people don't realize. Life is over already. That's and, right. We're and, dying.
1: And, yeah, no, life is over already. But
3: what would... As someone who, as I've known you, you have got nothing but exponentially successful, you're getting what you wanted... And from what I gather, you're uh, more dissatisfied and cranky. And I
1: imagine I'll continue to be up until the point where I'm eaten by sharks.
3: But, but I think this is a good thing. Howard Stern—it's very much like Howard Stern. Howard Stern was was so funny when he was like in a bad marriage. Remember? Now right. everyone's like, he's just an amazing interview. But the angrier you are as a podcaster, comedian, the better. Don't you think? Well,
1: I'm also just confused. That's all. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. I I I am making a go of it here for the time
0: that What's I. What's the
3: go? It. What was the go? What's the go to do your podcast in Texas? Opposed, I love it. Everyone was like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go save money on taxes." You're actually making money, but half the comedians that work came out here, were making twenty grand a year. I'm like, the idea for me, more than you the were money, paying listen, taxes, the money,
1: the money is big, but more than the money for me was that it was gonna be new. And I said to myself, I yeah. just quarantined for a year in a place. Yes, I, if I can get out of this place and I can do something new, yep. that might be exciting. I come to find out, it's not exciting. <laughs> It's actually much worse, and it's a horrible city without a soul. It's a soulless city that should be burned to the ground. And everyone that lives here should be summarily executed or forced to be in a North Korean style labor camp where they get skinnier and skinnier until they simply disappear and no one will remember them because no one here can even make a fucking documentary about this dump. It is not the live music capital of America. It's three heroin addicts busking with guitars. There is zero talent here in any capacity. There's three restaurants that are good and I've been to all of them twice already. It is over. <laughs> Tech demons will come in and do what they did to San Fran. They'll colonize the outside of Austin and they'll invent chips to shove up your ass. And 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 the city of Austin will be what it has always been, an uninteresting dullard. <laughs> My but I do own a home here now. I do own a home here now. And I will say that I'm very dramatic. It is a great place to it's come and be- live. It's beautiful. because the Because the, the uh, appreciation of the home is important to me. So I will say that comedically I'm very dramatic. But it is a great place to live. And a lot of people love it. And I love it. And I want more people to come and bu- keep buying the homes. Because it, it, it has these secret nooks and crannies. And you find... Uh, I didn't even know who I was until I moved here, but it is a beautiful place, so keep coming and buying. I'm doing a, a bit on a comedy podcast, but what I really believe is that it's a great place to raise a family as long as they, like you, are dull and never want to succeed.
3: I'm obsessed with the fact that so many comedians followed a billionaire to Austin.
1: That was a... <laughs> listen, he's not a billionaire, by the way. He's He barely has money. Secondly... <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. I, I love run that- in circles of people like I love more than him.
3: Uh, I love that all these comedians moved out to Austin and be like, I'm getting going to get on a show. He'd rather have someone. No, they than- literally brought homeless people here that are talking about taxes. They're like, I'm going to save money on tax. It's like you live in a tent. But also, also he'd rather have someone that makes bespoke knives on than you. <laughs> right. He's the piece not No, even- There's people that are moving here that have never been on the show. They've known him 16 years. They've never done the show. So they're, they're just just—they're just hoping that the people he's flying in miss their flight and yeah, he needs someone last yeah. minute. They're just sitting in the parking lot like gargoyles, just like, maybe Listen, someone's going to cancel. Maybe it'll all be great. I don't know, <laughs> but it, it just feels...
1: I am not into it yet. Well, you are...
3: You, I. It's we also
1: haven't... I like sociopaths because they're funny and I can make fun mm-hmm. of them. And Austin has a few of them. They'll Tech shoot you in the face in. if you make fun of them. But no, it's just
3: boring. It is boring here. But and you, here. Joe, has a family and he has a whole thing. Like I was just like the idea of moving there, like you know, without a family or without having to like put a kid in school. I just was like, you're just gonna be in a in a house in the in the hills alone with your own thoughts all day. This is not gonna go well. No, but I'm going
1: to travel a lot to LA and Mm -hmm. then eventually I'll remedy this. But it's, um, it's an interesting thing.
3: What have Uh, you learned about yourself? Have you learned anything about yourself?
1: I've learned a lot about Austin (laughs) and I've learned a lot about that. The, the, the craziness of LA, the insanity of it, uh, was funny. Yeah, And this is town is really not that funny. This town's not that funny.
0: People are
3: happy. It's yeah, placid. It ain't funny. It's placid. It ain't funny. You, when you go to L.A., it's a great, like New York, it's a great place to live because, what was that?
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash specialoffer. all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
1: That's Rogan. Relax. <laughs> he's calm down. He's strangling a bird he's, on the he's, leg.
3: He's doing his nightly, his nightly bird. Yeah. <laughs> bird strangle. Now it is time for us to take a break from the um Tim Dillon uh vitriol to talk about my favorite liquid on the planet nope not that one it's called june shine is there any product that i use more in my life per, like personally grace can come testify that i is there do i drink anything except june shine is the question no june shine it's hard kombucha it's what this one is a tall boy so it's what six percent alcohol i like to say that it's because i don't do well on any other alcohols i don't drink anything else Because this is the only product I have found that you can drink, have a little kick, relax a tiny bit.
2: A brighter buzz.
3: A brighter buzz. Uh, And then not text your ex at midnight trying to get back together. It's all the upsides of having something that loosens you up without all the downsides. I call this my night-night juice um, because it puts all uh, my negative qualities to Mm night-night. It puts my alter ego to night night and makes my uh my inner child go night night, so it stops going wah and ruining my life.
4: And, and it should be noted that if you're not like a big kombucha drinker, this doesn't taste like what not you. At you th- all. Th- Here's it's to- sweet.
2: I'm not open for feedback right now. <laughs>
3: Last episode when Giannis Papas and Mark Norman were on, they were like, Ugh, kombucha. We don't know what that is. That's like some LA like hippie stuff. They drank it. Hey. You're like I'm, I'm actually
1: drunk on these kombuchas. I'm a little yeah. 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 A myself Yeah. Did yeah. you yeah. taste it? Taste cold. That. Oh, taste that cold. Yeah. That's like that is a mouth, s-
3: that's a spicy kick, is what that is. I Ooh. remember Ooh, that does have a kick. I know, that's and nice I get these kick. sent to all my venues, so I have them um, in the refrigerator. You a writer, huh? Yeah. They're now addicted. Everybody that I I'm just like, just try it. I promise you will be obsessed with it. And hot uh info good for you is making a can we're getting our own can I mean, can, can for you good for can, booch good for booch oh, come bop 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 booch we've worked out an exclusive
4: deal for good for you podcast listeners which we've received 20 off plus free shipping site-wide i recommend trying one of their best selling variety packs it's a great way to try all their delicious flavors go to juneshine.com whitney or use code whitney at checkout to claim this deal that's j-u-n-e-s-h-i-n-e.com whitney
3: Today's program is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I'm going to try to read everything on the copy because there's lots of important statistics and information. But I need to speak from the heart on this one for a minute. Because remember, Emily, when we were in uh, uh, Corsicana, Texas, with Monica Aldama from Cheer, and I was talking about Athletic Greens the whole time. I tried to record it (laughs) so we didn't
2: have to shoot this ad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know that I am healthier because I've (laughs) been uh, having athletic greens and I put it in water I carry them wherever I go it's a little pouch of vitamin powder that's every vitamin and mineral in the world that you need and it has improved my quality of life this is true there's no jokes here folks. I mean,
2: profoundly. One tasty soup of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green food, super me. blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. Yeah. Increase energy, focus, and aid with digestion, and it supports a healthy immune system. Can you stop talking
3: with- in your customer service voice? Just talk in your normal voice. But I'm reading an. I know. I with- love energy. No- I
4: love focus, and I love no, digestion. No, no.
3: Anytime I go anywhere with Emily, we'll be in the car, and she's like, oh my God, I just. And then, like, someone comes to open the door from the hotel, and she's like, and, and she I'm not turns into a Disney princess. accepting feedback yeah, which right is the now. <laughs> 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 Emily's new boundary is I'm not accepting <laughs> feedback right now. I'm not. <laughs> okay, you're fair. Okay. At, and it's guess fair. what? Guess what? Let's talk about it in a Athletic minute.
2: Athletic Greens is doubling down. I just They're got shot in down. the arm
3: by a Nerf bullet from a foot away because we're shooting me Do if my ads, ads go too long. And you know what? Didn't even hurt. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for helping me grow so much muscle that it doesn't even hurt when Emily shoots me with a dark gun.
2: Simply visit athleticgreens.com Whitney and join health experts. E- simply, vis- uh, 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 simply visit simply visit athleticgreens.com Whitney and join health experts athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day again simply visit athleticgreens.com Whitney and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today I also do that in I'm, that voice a free
3: year of vitamin D yeah that's crazy by I the would way never have to go outside again look at me <laughs> have you before well you know <laughs> i had to, to come to here <laughs> so i am now drinking athletic greens something i can honestly say tim Dillon has never done it's i'm not a lake of- person i'm not a river person i have to see the bottom everyone's like let's go out on the lake i'm like i don't if i cannot see the bottom i'm not going to body of water well Baths, i can barely get in the new bath.
1: york you know and listen i'm not there's things in austin that are i'm sure they're good but I just I I, I, I don't. Uh, but you're I don't getting
3: know. Up, but you're getting up a lot. There's a lot oh, of comedy clubs here. Well you shut up? <laughs> no, but at least know, you're working your muscle as I'm a comedian. I'm flying to LA
1: every week mm-hmm. and spending more than I'm saving on taxes because <laughs> there's nothing to fucking do except perform at a bar for some drunk. The fact now that'll that- change when Joe opens his club. That'll change. But it is as of right now. Mm. I and there's a creek in the cave here, and Rebecca's great. But I just, I'm not. I'm. I'm just. I hate it. Here's and what I I'll say. Wanted, your, I to-
3: your genius. Is that you will go? Okay, your talent, genius. Yeah, no, I do feel like that. I was exaggerating. um, Is that you will go to a place and you will not really participate in the moment you're in because you are so busy in your head coming up with a rant about it. Like I remember when you came to Thanksgiving, you were just sitting in the corner watching. You do not participate. You don't really want to talk to anybody. Well,
1: Thanksgiving was a horribly mismanaged nightmare. (laughs) Um, You are not given entertaining in any real way. (laughs) Uh, it was stressful for the guests. Um, it was odd. You were berating some guy, asking him how he how much he owed in taxes.
3: Jim Jeffries walked in with his kid and wife, and like didn't even sit down. He Nobody knew what was going on. It was very
1: it was dis- disconcerting for many of us. And I was just processing that <laughs> moment of sheer insanity. Well, you were doing like Hegels with Instagram influencers. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jim Jefferson all thought this was a family event. Like, no one knew what was <laughs> no, going on. No, but also, on.
3: there was so much amazing food there. And I, I think I haven't, as an adult, hosted parties that have expensive food and no one's eating it. And well, you're- they're
1: drug addicts. Your friends are drug addicts. So they're not eating it because they're on cocaine. So they don't need to eat.
3: <laughs> I, I spent so much time being like, are you going to eat this? I, I was like a... I there was were like-
1: people in the party putting stuffing up their nose because <laughs> they had no
3: idea how to eat
1: through their mouth. I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, I your was, friends are drinking like CBD milkshakes,
1: and I was know. trying
3: to force people to eat all the food yeah. I got. I was the most an- I'm the most annoying guest. Like, enjoy it, enjoy the party. Try, this. Try well, this. This is the way Whitney hosts
1: something. She'll be like, "Hello!" It's like a manic mania. As soon as you walk in, like the great socialites, the great host of our time, knew how to, like Lily breeze, Pulitzer, breeze through a room and like really yeah. like, have a few b- bits of conversation. Whitney gets in deep with everybody. <laughs> And it's absurd. (laughs) Like you're supposed to have like a very like light touch with everyone, and like, hey, how've you been? Where you been? You went on a vacation? Oh, I love the Cape. And and I'm out. And Whitney's like, what are you owing
3: taxes right now (laughs) to people during dinner? And it was so crazy. Uh, I don't do small talk. I only do big talk. So people come in they're like, "How's the weather? How's this?" I can't do that. I'm like, "What antidepressants are you on?" I yeah. think I have a better one for you. Like, I get so I'm like, "Let's talk about your With ancestral trauma." Somebody,
1: somebody be like, "You have a beautiful yard." She goes, "What do you want? What do you want? What what do you want out of this? Out of everything?" People are like, "Dude, it's so intense, and it's so crazy." And then your friends are, like, a mixture of, like, brilliant people and then brain-dead people. So you have, like, very smart people and then you have people that, like, like have autoimmune disorders they've invented. That are, like, in capes. Yeah, that are, like, in capes and don't know where they are and everything's, like, they do everything for a brand deal. And they're, like, pretending to have lupus. So it's a strange mix of people.
3: I like to surround myself with a very colorful uh, crew. And I do not yes. judge. I am not elitist when it comes to, like, intelligence. I like I like to, like, make a, uh, a party. F- First of all, at that time, it was really just only people right. that were in uh, homes without other people cause, uh, and would... Get the test That would turn in A, a yes, negative very A negative COVID test well, It was very responsible <laughs> we, we Put that out there It, it was only no, Anti-vaxxers We all, we all had so Hydroxychloroquine uh, <laughs> On IVs Yeah And was, so um, So at the time Those were literally The only people That would go out
0: Yeah <laughs> You know No one would true. really Go
3: anywhere Yeah All the sane people Said no We're not gonna do A Thanksgiving this year Are you insane Most pe- people, people, people did are, that But people are all dying you had the to the do streets. Is rattle a
1: pill bottle And your friends <laughs> Crawled in Like stray cats To a bowl of milk um,
3: they all think I'm famous I
1: think they're famous It's a shit show Right need will introduce you oh, To someone shit. you've never heard of Who's got like 90 million Instagram followers <laughs> and, be, and, and, and she'll be like They've got a calendar And it's just like Them with an umbrella <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck is going but on?
3: But no, they're super famous in India.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Do
3: you want to sell things? She will in tell Hick? you, like,
1: Whitney will be like, this is the biggest influencer in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> and you go, What why am I here?
3: But you What's going on? You conversely were doing that shit with me. You made me feel so fucked. I was like, Do I need to get on TikTok and start making like doing little noises and faces on TikTok? I mean, you had a minute where TikTokers were like your main future of your business. I have
1: dinner with TikTokers a a few times Mm -hmm. um, and I make fun of them and they don't care because they're 19 and good looking so they don't care that you're making fun of them which I find Refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's refreshing when someone goes, yeah, I don't care, you pig, who cares what you say? Right. And that's
3: good. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? I had dinner with those same TikTokers. They were looking at me, I think they thought I was Joan Rivers. I don't even know what was happening. I went to dinner with your, you leave, you fucking leave LA, and then I'm stuck there with a bunch of non-comedians, and you're like. You went with the great Michael Gruen. Yes, who I love. he's great. But they're all staring, they have no idea who, they don't know what I do for, like they don't know anything about me, and I'm just sitting there and
1: they're like The, um, when, when you, by
3: uh, the way, one of them did try to hook up with me and which one, I'm not going to say which one, Okay. but now what?
1: You should have done it.
3: (laughs) No, I don't. I couldn't. I mean, this, this was like 24. It feels like if I'm going to date a much younger guy, I have to wait till we're out of the woods on this whole other thing.
1: No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think you go, you go, you go in there and that's the best thing for you would be to date a TikToker.
3: I mean, I don't know. The, the the I would date it to. I'm
1: saying to any and all closeted TikTokers of age, mm-hmm. I will absolutely date you.
3: So let me. How long did it take once you got to Austin to realize? minutes that you should have just listened to <laughs> me. When I drove me? from
1: the airport to my home, I wanted to kill myself. <laughs>
3: here's what this. No, right.
1: <laughs> here's the reality. It takes a while to realize that. It doesn't, Austin's an NFT. Here's a, it, it
3: doesn't no, exist. No, 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 no. If you it's go, not real. as someone that loves Austin, the first time I came here, a, what, a couple years ago, I was with Kevin Christie. We were doing the, the Cap City or Paramount or something. Great. We come in, we allot two I days. Cap. I love Cap. Two days yeah. to just be in Austin and hang out. And we, we see all the pictures on Instagram uh, Keep Austin weird I, I love you yeah, so that's much that's not loving
1: Austin That's you enjoyed for two days No I, no We yeah, looked through it And we were
3: like This is two blocks that's Like two blocks This is my favorite That is story. correct But we and then the rest It was like Century City And we we're no, like No it's, it's
1: two blocks it's On for, Instagram
3: It looked like it was just Coachella it's All the time people
1: that have, are brain damaged And have been, had bad car accidents <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> But I think But you know that I got in the car With this guy that picked me up From the airport And he was like Are you Winnie Cummings And I was like yeah And he was like Can you tell your friends To stop fucking moving here like they don't want you either yeah they good. don't want us hey cool
1: <laughs>
0: great, great what
3: did you do and you- by the way shut
1: up like how's he gonna live his job is driving well, around he people. no like, he are-
3: thinks that he is in the second string militia for the government oh he's on oh but i like that
1: guy that's your armadillo guy yeah (laughs) i thought it was some blue haired person who's like i want to shine
3: no he has tell
1: your friends to stop coming here i have a one-man show
3: (laughs) he one person is someone that um it's that body type that's just like a giant pop belly like you can't see your feet he and he believes that the government when we go to war is gonna call him in as the reserves
1: that's less of a crazy belief than the idea that austin texas (laughs) is gonna be the next big thing. Can
3: I tell you, there used to be, you know how Miami and
1: Austin, a bunch of (laughs) criminals moved to Miami. It's like-
3: (laughs) That's your algorithm. No one ever said that. Like no one's been saying- Everyone is saying it. You don't
1: read.
3: Two, like- Two or three <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: It is literally The topic of conversation I do For the last several months By the way I've I not invented this
3: I do not Follow <laughs> Comedians That are looking for Confirmation Bias of the bad choice They already made Like dude this is the shit This is the shit Like I don't I'm like okay Like let me To live like a person here You have to have 40 million dollars to, to live like the kind of Life that you need Which is By the way Because here's what I would do with that money. But we're staying I would in a place. Kill everyone in Austin. We're staying, we're staying
1: in a place. And never have to see anyone. I'm not even talking about buying a mansion. I mean, that $40 million would I could invest it in a chemical weapon and decimate the entire city. And then I might enjoy it. And start building it up again piece by piece.
3: But here's the problem with you is that you are so committed to being pissed off, which is why I think you're great at what you do. No, 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 but no. I'm not. We I'm are we off went, we visit We visited Can I, a $40 million I mean, home. We visited it and it, uh, he uh, uh, First of all You think it's a dump Second of all We go I didn't f- it was a dump We go from the house To the lake Which is I don't know a, a thousand yards Or something Because it's so vast And beautiful And then you get up here And you're like This walk is too fucking long You don't even want The mansion you want What's gonna what, happen what When I, you
1: what I, what I said And the, the, the way that I feel Is that Austin's lovely place Being mm. on the lake Is beautiful But You cannot compare it to being on the ocean?
3: In the freezing cold ocean in the Hamptons? After you get Lyme disease and bitten by 500 mosquitoes? And get shot by Seinfeld security?
1: The Hamptons destroys Austin. In in every I respect. I am not arguing that. In every respect. I just
3: mean the Hamptons. Palm it- Beach doesn't destroy Austin? Are you nuts? Palm Beach is um, what's good is
1: good about this conversation is that the majority of Americans are unemployed. <laughs> so this is a good conversation <laughs> and a relatable one for many people uh <laughs> sitting at home right now talking about Palm Beach and Hampton. Well
0: this is here's really, what I'll, it's here's what to I'll say yeah, I will say
3: for that for uh uh for comedians Com- comedians have to live an interesting life in order to stay interesting. And a lot of comedians that get successful, they get comfortable, they have money, they stop going to grocery stores, they stop doing shit, they stop flying and they stop being fucking funny. And we look yeah. at so many comedians that live in these big fortresses in Malibu and they haven't done stand up in years and they're not fucking funny anymore and the I think the key to staying funny is staying somewhat uncomfortable. So I think you Coming here and being this pissed off, I mean, is good. don't you I'm feel like it's... I'm staying for a little
1: bit. I'm not running away. I'm staying for a little bit, but I got to be honest. And I know me and like, Joe obviously disagrees with me, but I understand that. But uh, I just I just feel the way I feel about this I could city. live here when I'm in my 50s. I came from when New I'm York. When I'm 50, I could do it. New York is the greatest city in the
3: world. Least, okay. Yes, it is. What I what d- compares with New York? I don't disagree, okay. but I think that if you... For, here's my deal about New York. I love it. Was there most of my 20s. Tried to, because uh, I was with a dude in New York, uh, rented for six months in um, Chinatown, basically. I couldn't even afford Tribeca. Uh, I mean I could It was just like I can't I can't give I, This is criminal This isn't a criminal Amount of money Right Like you, the fact that You're charging me For this is, right. This is a, cool. This is un-American Right To charge me For this amount of space It I, is un-American It's
1: largely for Foreign buyers yeah, <laughs> It's absolutely true
3: <laughs> No but I realized I was spending 8,000 So what's your beef? I was spending 8,000 dollars a month On a place that was smaller Than my horse's stall But what's And your, that what was, was 400 dollars Yeah My beef with New York Is it's a bad deal Correct. I'm ultimately about, like, this is not a good deal.
1: Here's why it's not a bad deal. I'm
3: getting scammed. Here's why it's
1: not a bad Every deal. Every
3: time I turned on the tub, the, things the you, toil- effluvium would the come things, out of the toilet. And then I called the a plumber. He came and he goes, Well, I can't fix this. And I was like, Well, there's got to be a way. He goes, things, he, here's what he said yeah. to me He goes, It's New York.
1: The things that you don't appreciate the great food, the great art, mm-hmm. the theater, yep. the music, the things you don't love, care about, love, the things you don't really care about because you want pimento cheese bread. <laughs> These are the things why people live in New York. The sports, the nightlife. The smell
3: of urine. Okay. People like urine. The people it. The people smell pee of on them. Do you realize that when you walk around New York, you get urine on your feet and then you walk into your apartment and you're putting the urine of uh, all of New York City's urine on your floor. Why are you afraid of urine? I, I'm not. I, what I, is the feel? I've, I've been peed on. I'll tell you I'll tell you that right now. Okay. I've been peed on and I handled it great. Oh, good other people's urine on my shoes and city, there's the, I understand
1: what you're saying I about at least that. I'm
3: paying $8,000 I have I, I do believe, as a
1: city no city functions when it was at its
3: best agree no don't disagree like New York that's but my I can go visit for a week and see all the plays and see all the theater and go see blue man group and Stomp right. and yeah, all yeah, the yeah, greats yeah. right but when I'm in New York my thing is if you grew up without money i think a lot of the people that love new york so much grew up with money and it's like fun for them to like rough it in a small apartment and like you know like live with nine people because they i everyone i know they grew up without money they go to new york and they're like i I, this is i cannot spend eight thousand dollars on this i grew up in this size apartment it's not for everybody why don't i why can't i why can't i go to sleep at night at midnight and not hear women screaming outside and having to wonder like do i need to call is that a murder i don't know what i'm hearing
1: yeah well i i I think many of those women screaming are probably pursuing their artistic endeavors which i also disagree with (laughs) Um,
3: I remember being in this apartment and hearing screaming at, and I'd be like, Do I go do I go down there? Do I get up? Uh, do I like do I help? And then at four in the morning all the food trucks would come and deliver to all the restaurants. So the beep, beep, beep the backing up is what you hear at four a.m. and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna try to take a nap. Like you can't I can't sleep but there. that.
1: People I understand that, but people they they discount a lot of that stuff because there's benefits to being there.
3: Right, right. Which is which I would I would love to be able to live there. Whereas
1: Austin, let's be very honest.
3: <laughs> we're not comparing very, New York and Austin. It's a No, different... we're not.
1: But we're saying this. As a city, mm. it doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean it's not real.
3: It's narnia. It doesn't
1: yeah. exist. Yeah. You go through the city, you go, This is not anything. Right, right, right. It's nothing. It's
3: a it's it is it's
1: a taco on the floor. <laughs> it's a drunk frat... A boy it's uh, uh, someone shooting someone else Uh,
3: you I look because Uh, I spent I spent my summers in Texas and I remember because it is it's very vast it's very spread out that's why people like it can I
1: sue Joe Rogan (laughs) for having for being here can I sue him (laughs)
3: <laughs> I think it was the right decision at the time. Yes. I think at the time there were so few things shooting and so few things happening. You came here. You did the show a bunch of times. He talked about you moving here. I think that was an important moment. I love Joe, and I wish it were. And I and I, I'm
1: excited to work at his club when he opens it. But as of right now, just we're looking at it as a city, right? And as a city, I I'm disappointed. Where I live it's is more of a suburb. It's more of a suburb. I live, far away. Suburb. This I live is, far away. You have to want. It think, has all the problems of a city with none of the benefits. The traffic, the, the shitty, the crime, the bullshit, but you don't get anything good out of it except fucking a barbecue, you ribs. Who cares? Well, the I entire al- identity. of This city is fucking roasting pigs.
3: I also think that the uh, like the indie charm of Austin. It's but I mean South it's Congress. It's just
1: rich kids who are now drug addicts. Well,
3: it's not indie
1: charm. It's like I grew up rich. I should invite them now in my to my Thanksgiving. My parents will pay my rent. And I'm gonna try to detox off opiates But there used yeah.
3: to be a, <laughs> there used to be a ton of food trucks, and you wait in line, and there was like you like it was like fun and sexy. But like the food, fu- Grace and I went when we stopped on the way to San Antonio, and I literally I was such a loser. I was like, where are the food trucks? And I was like, I went to the, the reception. The set. reason that I go so hard at it is because now I have to
1: leave eventually, right? So I know I know that I go so hard. This is
3: like when you cheat on someone you're dating just soon to as know I get it's to LA, make I will, sure it's over. I will
1: over. Start I will hate it. Too. But where
3: are you? Okay, so. The, I also think w- comics, we're always going to be miserable where we are, but we get to be on tour most of the t- I think that's, that's the true. reason I can live in L.A. is because I'm gone most of the time. That's
1: true. It's touring. And you have multiple personality disorder. That's right. So-, <laughs> so one of your personalities is upset and the other one is speaking German.
3: Why can't I pick a good one to host this podcast? Why do I keep uh, picking the... Uh- I think you're
1: doing good. You're you doing think? fine. Yes.
3: I-, I was thinking about it recently. and Who well, listens like-
1: to this? Women? I mean this is like women That masturbate with candles And stuff right I mean this is women That you tell them like Like is, it Crystal don't you sell does. like Mustache removers This is like, the goop Of podcasts women? Yeah this is like Old <laughs> women That sit around With their barren Childless vaginas Watching you gackle Is that not Who's listening Is that not Who's listening And dudes want to Fuck you but And wait. a bunch of horned dogs Like Steve will do it For <laughs> Nelk Who wants to Rail you out Who's
3: that He's oh, a massive the- star But what is milk Nelk what is that? God, you're like 68.
1: <laughs> it's a fucking.
3: I don't. You don't have to be old to not know what's going on. They're online
1: pranksters, and they are content creators, and okay. they have like a massive following. Okay. Full send. Oh, Do you know anything about Full Send? No. You don't know anything about Full Send? No. That means you're not sending fully. I'm, it's a half cent from you about. Maybe
3: I, To me following the latest Ephemeral people that come They're not, pretty
1: damn funny but here's these what kids I'm sure And they do like these crazy pranks We're like Let me know when it- they've
3: been famous For five years And haven't been cancelled Then I'll learn who they are I'm not gonna name the puppy Before someone's old tweets Haven't resurfaced yet
1: I'm just saying He's very interesting He thinks you're an attractive lady Oh it's one person? No it's a team But one of them uh, Kind of the breakout star Is Thinks you're attractive
3: People think I'm attractive. It's a guy named
1: Steve will do it. He gives away Teslas to people and he drinks like a bottle of vodka. Today. What's his He's name? He's a good guy. How old
3: is he? He's a good guy. What is it? N-E-L-K? Gives,
1: yeah, Steve will do it. He like drinks. Nelk Steve? He drinks a fish tank full of rum. And do then you know gives who Nelk is? Grace is
3: 25. Do you-
1: no one around you is 25. You've aged <laughs> these people horribly in the time.
3: <laughs> They're They'll only allowed to you. watch my content. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Steve this will, guy? oh let me the see the guy with the the sorry he went to youtube don't God. give him a hit don't give him a hit i don't want to give him a hit yeah that guy this guy oh he's pretty hot he's I mean, um, yeah but i'm is he uh um on steroids i don't know i don't it's, think so clip this it'll do well on uh, the on that, uh, channel it'll do well
1: because it's the uh it's in the algorithm you'll get in the Nelk. algorithm
3: so what's his name
1: steve will do it but he will do it do what uh, drink and give away Tesla.
3: so this and is fun they do fun so it's things. like jackass it's like the new jackass it's like the
1: jackass thing they do like fun things they go to like dubai okay they met president trump okay it's fun and what happened there did hilarity ensue not everything shakespeare in the park Okay. It's funny, they do funny shit. So They're who scattered. So, They're things okay. are funny? I my thing is they'll that, find an old man at like a grocery store and they'll like fuck a girl on top of him or something. Okay. And then you feel bad for him, but then you realize he probably did the My Line massacre.
3: <laughs> but here's the thing. In my day, men I mean, did all that shit. Even for? And they didn't film it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so
3: this my He's da- in shape the dude's in shape. I'm also I'm also working on this theory that everything that exists has already existed in different iterations. And is I'm that al- your theory?
1: Isn't that <laughs> Isn't I that like say, kind of the theory of relativity? I'm
3: just saying, but you guys, you guys are acting like this is some like like mind blowing thing it, that guys no, do dumb shit. We've we all, always had this. We all this know. is is this our generation's Polly Shore? I'm just saying you should know what it is. You're like a massive force on the internet. Again, I will know once they have been on for five years and there have been no rape videos or accusations or old tweets uh, that are racist. And I don't commit until they've survived five years in the public eye. Okay. That's a new idea I just came up with. A okay. New ba- that's a new boundary. All right. You were like, David Dobrik's the guy. And I was like, I don't know. This doesn't I, smell I right. Was, doesn't smell right to I me. I was
1: making... A, the observation that was plain in front of everyone's face, which was he at that time was running the internet The guy had sure, all the money. Sure. I know what that means. Don't I act know like exactly what knew, that means But don't act like you had some like six cents that David Dobrik was gonna go down for what he was. Yeah down for. I
3: know exactly. I know yes I've been in I've been around and as you know, I know how to pick people uh, That have squeaky clean past. Well, That's what I was gonna say. <laughs>
1: I was about to say you have all this sixth sense about I have good who's instincts. about to
3: get popped. You have you really? I just am like, hmm. here's what I'll say: when it's a group of a bunch of guys, what are the chances that if you have nine dudes on a show, one of them hasn't fucked a girl who was drunk? Why? If why? it's one person, well, that's what does that mean? Everyone's That's drunk. just People odds. People fuck drunk all the time. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, David Dobrik. Of course, if you have a, like a crew around you. Like a like, you've got everyone's got a turtle. Everyone like as soon as they get successful, they have to have a crew of people. And I'm like, most of those guys are around you. They don't have any fucking talent. They're hanging out because they want to get the leftovers at the end of the night.
1: But Will Do It is one of the. He's the main one of the main guys. He's like the main guy. Okay,
3: great. All I see is this guy splits his money between the six people in the video. It's like a musician. Everyone's like, they a musician." It's not
1: all about money. It's about the fun of getting drunk and giving people Teslas.
3: Yeah, no. Anyone Because
1: there's someone at home that goes, "I don't have a Tesla." And it, then he shows up. So let and me drunk- tell me the he li- drives a Tesla into their uh okay, driveway and then they can't afford it. If that's it, what but. he
3: does on camera, imagine what he does off camera. He's a good man.
1: Why are we slandering this man?
3: Because I am you not. You need to start dating someone younger. <laughs> I'm dating someone eight years younger than me.
1: Yeah, but you need to date someone younger who's me- famous. You're dating like some guy who's a veterinarian who fingers cats all day. <laughs> get a, a, get a will do
3: it. Cougars mostly. Yeah. Um, but here's what I'll say. First of all, they're not giving out Teslas. These are given to them to give out. I don't think so. I think they actually they give them buy away. them and give them away. Okay, so because so, they're good people. So walk me through this. They are giving someone a Tesla, which costs the person they're giving it to money because they have to pay for the insurance and all. is that a is that a yeah, those people are like we, we can't per- afford to get this Tesla for maybe free. Maybe the
1: person that's getting it has to go to the doctor and they can't and they give them a Tesla. So well.
3: he's got a, a hundred million dollars but can't afford Accutane? He looks better now. You're looking at old photos of him. He looks better now. Okay, still, still go to his Instagram. Still, still using that pomade. Still committed to that side part. What is this? What we're dealing with? You got to go to his Instagram. He's he's better than that. Okay, what is it, Steve? What? We'll do. I've said it nine times. Okay, but that's not what, a does person she have dementia? thing. Here, will some? Will you post um, the Tim's Patreon uh, on Instagram so I can then look him up on Instagram? You know when you post something on a story and if you go away from it, it goes away. You know what I mean, Grace? You uh, know what I mean. No, I really don't. Just write Tim. Tim Dillon's Patreon what that I'm, I'm in is up what now. What I'm
1: trying to do is get you involved. And then, Ben,
3: I'm trying to promote your Patreon. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, that, Tim what, Patreon. What is the um, – and then the swipe up link is in the thing, uh, the text that Ben Thank sent you. Me. We
1: need more uh, women.
3: Your Patreon – how do you approach <laughs> your Patreon – you do, actually. How do you approach your episodes that are not Patreon versus your Patreon mentally when you go into it? What's the, the difference? The only
1: difference is that the, the show on YouTube is more like a Tonight Show thing because there's – it's there's, cur-
3: there's curtains well, um, it's t- stapled to a wall, It's on, ho- holding on I by know, a thread. See, this is
1: when she knocks. She knocks. She's invited me here to do a podcast. You on invited yourself, lake and, and that somehow <laughs> she doesn't own. And she's attacking my studio because she's like an elitist. Um, this is her thought because there's curtains stapled to a wall. Uh, unlike the great set of Roseanne, <laughs> you know, uh, unlike uh, the diner of two broke girls, which was cinematic. Um,
3: but designer won an Emmy. Set designer won an Emmy.
1: That's great. And where are they now? Which I bet she they're had to in sell on eBay. I <laughs> right. I mean, it's, like,
3: it's living damn. with the
1: bats under the bridge. But uh, so that's more of a visual show. And then the podcast I look at as more of an old school radio show. It's not on camera. I like doing the Patreon episodes because they're they're free from the constraints of being on camera. Right. I love audio as audio, and I argue for the supremacy of. Uh, when you listen Howard you thought you were in the room and when you watched you felt you were out of it but I do love the YouTube show too they're slightly different but they're very similar
3: I also think that that audio for whatever reason because we're human beings and we get afraid to speak publicly we get self conscious the level of bravery you can have when you're not conscious of a camera it's like a it's a different muscle like when I'm doing something that's audio only I'm like I'm so much better at this because I'm not worried about lighting and this and the way I said that and like Looking like I'm listening, you know, right. like I'm. I'm. There's always like background noise critiquing me when I'm on camera. Yeah. But when it's just audio, there's an intimacy and there's an authenticity that I I, I feel like I can't always get on camera, unless I forget I'm on camera. Yes. You know.
1: That's what I said. Yes. Yeah.
3: And then. <laughs> it's
1: a longer and more drawn out.
3: And then, so what is what is the the plan? Because you know, I strongly believe that you should be doing another another thing. I'm going to tell you to do that. You're not going to fucking do. Just because I said it And if one of your fucking agents And William Morris said it You'd do it in a heartbeat I'm with CAA Okay whatever Okay I'm no CAA is a very My agent got
1: fired from William Morris No Because she was fat And now I have an agent That's even fatter All of my professionals Are morbidly obese There's six fat people in Los Angeles And they all work for me or with me This is true they work for me or with me in some respect.
3: All right. We now take a second break in our uplifting program to talk about Warby Parker. Warby Parker. <laughs> I love Warby Parker. I love the name. I'm not entirely sure I could say it more than twice in a row, but I'm kind of obsessed with it. Now they uh, are helping sponsor our podcast.
4: Which is Wild.
3: I'm obsessed So what? tell me what we're doing today Because I see a box We're going to of-
4: try on I mean if you can get this out of my hands We're going to try <laughs> on These Warby Parker glasses Actually I'll just hand them to you don't Why? Touch because
3: they're, because also they're incredibly affordable I cannot stand this thing where This s- is why Glasses are all of a sudden $340 yeah, now And I'm going to have them for three minutes Boutique not doing it.
4: style glasses at great prices right. and,
2: so They start at $95 And, yeah, and they'll they do. send you this kit to try it at home So you don't even have to go to the eye doctor or Go to the eye store
3: You don't even have to
2: go to Warby Parker Ooh. You just get it at your house And you try I'm on. Okay, this is a game changer. It comes to
4: your house. You get to pick so out what you want. So they send you
2: a box
3: of five, yep. and then you can try. You have a little, you have like a little eyeglass store in your house. Yep. Okay, so love I get that. to try them all on. These I love. Oh, these yeah. I like. Are
4: you Jacqueline Kennedy?
3: These are the oh. Okay, so describe what they look like to people. This oh, is you, if like you're listening, these are gardening.
4: emerald green or no deep forest it looks like green a cat eye. with the slat. Mm, it's a, yes, it's a large cat eye, mm-hmm. uh, deep forest who do emerald I look like? green. Who am I? Who am I? It's very Jacqueline Kennedy to me. It looks okay. like you're going to, it okay. looks like you're so going to do something over my secretive. in a yeah. car? You are okay. mourning, but you have to be, you can't cry because you're too pretty.
2: These I want to keep. These are clear rose, like rose.
4: These are for this
3: shirt. I
2: love this. Oh, these are
3: amazing, but are they blue light? No, I don't think. Oh, so. Oh, I would
2: make these prescription. Right. Yeah. Make these them are my favorite glasses yep. I think I've ever tried on. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. These are a
4: clear rose. Look gold. at this, they have
2: like a, a blush. These do
4: go with your shirt. This is very much like you're gonna go from the library to the farm. I this love me. this. These are great for what you. Are these these are very describe them, describe them. These are very Whitney pink type tortoise glasses. Shell. They are like a yeah, like a like a I'm obsessed
2: pink with tortoise these.
4: shell, slight cat obsessed. eye. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Not too much.
3: Obsessed glasses like that are really great for you. They kinda pull your Oh my god, a pink tortoise.
2: They kinda pull your
4: cheekbone up when you wear glasses like that. Are good for
2: you. these are like a plus especially yeah. with like a updo try Warby Parker's free home try on program order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days there's no obligation to buy ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparkercom dot com slash Whitney I couldn't pick so I'm doing this. And you, you can, look, yeah. Oh, like a spider.
3: Yeah, like a, a... A fly. No, the things that... What? A centipede? They have lots of eyes. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. A fly would need oh, 3 try.: Wait, what, is, what were you thinking of? The things that is like a, a bunch of masks on a... a totem pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not choosing. I'm taking them all. Love it. Ding. Dun, dun, a bump. Manscaped.com. Hey, ladies. Get <laughs> Funky. No, get the opposite of funky. Get clean, get smooth, get hairless. Get you. Be a sphinx. You ladies are fine. You can have as much hair as you want. Men, it's your turn to be uh the to feel like a dolphin in captivity.
4: and shaven
3: (laughs) Manscaped, just when you think manscape has
4: done it all. Here's another one.
3: Like just when you think they can't scape any harder or better. They outdo themselves. Yeah, they're gonna be taking
4: skin off for long.
3: There's a new Lawn Mower 4.0. I got to say, I didn't have many complaints about- The 3.0 was amazing. I have the 3.0. <laughs> it's in my uh, lover's dopp kit. This is the Manscaped 3, and they even improved this one.
2: Impossible. He, yeah, liked, the, he liked
3: it so much, he stole it from me and from the prop closet where we keep our stuff and put it in his Doppel kit. So the
4: 4.0 is also waterproof. It, you can now turn the, the LED light on and off if you don't Ooh, need it. so that you can have like you a disco switch...
3: ball session, disco yeah. <laughs> ball. A rave, a ball shade. rave. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> you can, you can, rave. There's a new multifunction on-off switch so you can engage travel lock. Like they've improved it even more.
3: Wait, so that you don't, it doesn't go off when it's yeah, in your- Yeah, because that one
4: has a button. So sometimes yeah. when you put it in your Manscaped oh, dock you dop might, you might it can, hit it,
3: the button by and, and it can sound like a
4: vibrator they at also the sell airport the security. <laughs> you can have it all now. Get it 20% off plus free shipping at manscapecom site Whitney, That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com slash Whitney. It's dad bod season. Time to get smooth.
3: Why are you not shooting a documentary of everything that is going on right now?
1: Because it's not that interesting.
3: I disagree. Of course you do. You are getting- This
1: self-important documentary Uh huh. would be the most grotesque uh-huh. thing in the world. Okay. This self-important, okay. self-indulgent horseshit. The big okay. lie, the big but lie. But you just- Let me tell you what the yep, big lie please. is the big lie over the last decade is that people give a shit about what comics do when they're not being fucking funny.
3: But, they don't. Let me, they don't. let me tell you why. Let me
1: tell you why though. This obsession with the process and all the horseshit. Most comedians no when documentary they're of, Oh, Ben got here. Ben, did you get us food? But let's here's, the show. I'm
3: trying to give you a yeah. compliment.
1: Yes, thank you.
3: Most comedians when they're not doing stand-up aren't that funny. If we've learned anything from podcasts, it's comedians during the day are not that funny. Especially when they're not with other, when comedians are with other comedians, there's this thing of let's be as boring as possible because no one wants to seem corny Like they're trying Right You know what I mean Yeah So that's my problem With a lot of podcasts Because I'm like We're just bombing Like sitting here Like talking about Like Mitzi Shore Who gives a fuck And But you are one of the few comics That's funny when you're not on stage
1: Yeah Well that's thanks But I still don't think we need a documentary about that. You go, at There's the air. You at the me. all I see is missed opportunity.
3: All I see is missed opportunities for you. But as you don't someone, understand you scarcity.
1: Know you, you can't just just shove yourself on people. I do the two podcast episodes a week. It's two hours a week. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's enough.
3: Okay. And then I,
1: I go on the road and do live standard Like people have had enough. I get sick of myself.
3: I don't disagree, but I think your kind of fans want to see more of you, and because you because
1: they're in jail. But,
3: okay fine don't listen to me let's see how that fucking worked out for you last time you didn't listen to me when we were moving furniture out of your fucking house so you can get to Austin as quickly as possible so you can become a billionaire
1: it's not my fault that Austin sucks (laughs) and nobody wants a documentary about me doing a podcast as you said with the curtain stapled to the wall
3: no one wants to watch you come out in huge theaters and go from the Mercedes bus to the theater to the pyrotechnics to like no one wants to see that they want to see this exact moment in Your career, where you are selling out six shows at the Wilbur, but then have to get in a rental Camry and then go back to a fucking DoubleTree Inn.
1: Yeah, but no one's doing that. No one's getting it right. You're making this out to be like I'm, like Tina Turner. Like you're so completely gone. I mean, she's so she's so completely on another planet that like you don't even know what you're even saying. Like. It's not number one. Both things are equally uninteresting. the The only thing that's interesting is the stage or the podcast. The behind the scenes shit. This behind the music always sucked. No one cares Because about. they
3: were too famous at the time. This no, is what I'm trying was, to say. No, it
1: only was good when they were on heroin and dying. No one cared. Oh, look, that, my dad taught me how to a stomach So you don't believe- So you don't think Rosalita, Springsteen. Shut up. <laughs> so Shut you, up.
3: You don't think your own fans care about you. That is a That's dark. No That's one care dark. about what I'm doing. That's dark. They care about what I'm
1: doing. Okay. If what I'm doing is good, it's good. But they don't need the, the bullshit of like- no one cares. You're not supposed to shove yourself down people's arms. You're like, why don't okay, you
3: do- then why don't you go do an Adam Sandler movie at Netflix? Not shoving yourself down people's on throat.
1: Because <laughs> they said no, but that's not sure. That takes eight months, and then you put out one one and a half hour thing, mm-hmm. it's, and then and, and it's a movie. Okay. It's not a documentary. Okay.
0: Why? Here what? I
1: am in Boston. I'm at the rental car that's place now. I'm getting in it. Quick bit joke. <laughs> Isn't it all Wendy's? My parents used to take me there. You're going to Well, why are my... you?
3: Whoa, 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 Why are you making the shitty version of my good idea? You. This is what happened. This is, by the way. This, this...
1: idea is horrific. <laughs> it is a. Ho- it's actually worse than the masked dancer. I'd much rather. No, but I do want you to the be the in, in a sequin penguin
3: suit in the entire documentary. What I am trying to say is, <sighs> someone that has, whatever. My, I, I have. You know, my friend Nick always says this when uh, uh there is a version of. When you're one time we were looking at the stars outside my house and he was like, oh, that's the Big Dipper. And I was like, OK, I don't care. And he's like, well, that's Ryan's belt. And I was like, I don't care. Stop explaining this. And he goes, when you're an older person, you have an obligation to pass on wisdom to the younger people. And I can't stop telling you it was like a, it's like a tick. It's like a, an Is involunt- that wisdom. He's
1: pointing out a Ryan's belt. No, but I was saying, <laughs> is that wisdom?
3: i'm just telling you when you know something you okay grace and i were talking about this today no so i don't remember exactly what the fuck it was but oh you're who was it that couldn't use a fig thing that didn't know how to use a thing who was it your one of your nieces or cousins didn't know how to use a thing and i said yes because wisdom skips a generation because we just talked about this Do they still
1: the case Lupa?
3: why but did i, I let that. you drink these ciders okay remember um when you because here's my theory the older generation passes on wisdom to the next generation and they're like, "Oh, we we've learned everything. We don't need to pass this to the next." So the third generation is dumb. Be- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. What was it? Damn it. It was something about like a like an arcane Oh, oh my god, it was putting metal in the microwave. Putting metal in the microwave. Yeah. So she yes. says that her friend okay. What is it? Her friend who is 25 put fucking metal in the microwave and it was like, "Yeah." No one told, thought to tell her that because it was so obvious that you didn't need to pass yeah. that wisdom on, and then the wisdom was never passed on.
1: Yeah, but telling me to make a documentary is dumb. Did you? See- <laughs> I mean, it's just dumb. It's not- Documentaries you- are good when they're about well- pedophile cults, political corruption, things like that. The
3: next level in your because uh, also this I've learned this is just who I am. And I don't even give a fuck anymore. I everything to me is a business. And it's like a, it's like a tick. It's like I can't, like I, like that's why I can't have hobbies because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna knit, and then I'm like, I need to sell these on Etsy, and I need to go patent this. Like everything has to turn into a business. I am watching you lose money by the day by not tapping into the pathos underneath your rage. (laughs) But I think I'm earning money
1: by not taking your advice. (laughs) Do you understand?
3: i i would watch because here's the thing how here's okay let me take another angle with you comedians jobs what is our job
1: i mean at this point whitney i don't <laughs> even know
3: our job yes. is to what
1: make people laugh
3: yes and what is laughter a what bodily
1: is function no what is
3: it ultimately what does it come from what are you doing when you make someone your laugh your throat you <laughs> you're surprising someone
1: you're surprised our
3: job is to surprise people right we're the fucking people that jump out of the haunted house you know our job yeah. is to take them one way go the there say the thing no one else can say because that's when everyone's like you can't say that." It's like the more you tell me not to say it the more i have to say it because that's the surprising thing to do our job is to right. surprise people right and sometimes and i think part of what mark Marin kind of did was he 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 did an emotional podcast. It was surprising to hear a comedian right. talk like no, that. True, that well, at it was at
1: when he, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was reading.
3: surprising to hear yes. someone that's like. And talk
1: about things not going well, which is what he did. Like, to, and most people lie about that, and he was on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. To
3: reveal the 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 pain and the anger, and to talk about his addiction, that was surprising because most comedians will go up with the bravado and they be like, "Yeah, right. it's like a, it, it was surprising. Right. Forget about what you think of it. Yes. It yes. was surprising. I always try to go, "What's the most surprising thing I can do?" in this moment, right when I'm on stage. What's the most surprising thing I can say? What's the most surprising thing? I'll tell you that makes sense. Fuck you. <laughs> would be
1: shocking. <laughs> but you're saying what would be surprising for me is to have like a heartfelt documentary. Doesn't have
3: to be heartfelt. I just wanna go watch you visit your mom. That's all, and okay. that, you know what I'm saying? That's all okay. I'm saying. Okay, You you can odd You know. can keep wearing costumes and run around Beverly Hills screaming yes. at, at meter maids in pumpkin costumes. You can keep doing that forever. That it,
1: makes people happy. You will do
3: very so well. instead
1: of doing that, I should exploit my mother's mental <laughs> illness for views. That was your I, suggestion. So instead of doing a funny topical if bit, you put I your... should put cameras on my sick mother <laughs> and try to extract uh, views from the last few years she has on Earth.
3: I'm just saying if you put your mom in a pumpkin costume... I just feel like you would not have to choose between Austin and LA. You could have homes everywhere. And you know what it is? And maybe, I, I, yes, maybe I'm wrong because the way you talk about this helps us paint a picture of it and seeing it might demystify it. But I think comedians... Are so inherently, uh, I think people's lives are so inherently interesting, the minutiae of our lives. They're like, not. You're I, wrong. But here's what. You're dead wrong. Absolutely wrong. There's a couple. No one cares. No one what's
1: cares. What's the last. About about,
3: what's, okay, you, you mentioned shows that you like when we started. What are the shows that you're watching? Now? You just said there's great shows on TV. And then you mentioned The Godfather. Like, I'm the fucking well, old I knew lady. I was coming to see you today. You're so the pre-
1: oldest woman I know. I knew I was coming to see you today, so I prepared with a documentary about Aileen Wuornos. <laughs> <laughs> That's but I other than that I have <laughs>
3: been okay. Okay, the 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 tougher you are. And the more you deflect this, the more I think it's going to be a good documentary. I just sh- don't think it's documentary. A, idea to- that's a That's a perfect way for a documentary to start. This is a fucking bad idea. I don't want to do this. And then... You're just making me think you should do it even more based on your reaction because you are so afraid of revealing yourself in the cracks to the world.
1: No, I think it's a stupid idea that will bore people. <laughs> I but, reveal myself all the time. All the I have cra- hours of revelatory material. Here's what I'll say. Everyone knows everything about my life.
3: The best comedians should say this exact thing.
1: When people, th-
3: when people think that they're interesting, they never are. But the people are like, ah, that's boring, that's boring, that's always... I'm not saying
1: I don't say interesting shit, but this idea of a documentary is bananas. Did you
3: see the Trixie Mattel documentary? No. Okay.
1: But that's more interesting.
3: Trixie Mattel is more interesting. I just think your fans, like you, like, I, I don't know. There's just something going on with what... I'm trying to give you a fucking compliment. How much do you hate yourself that you will not it's at not- least go... Just You're giving me a job. You're giving me a project. Why haven't you? No, I'm giving Ben a project. You will do nothing. You will do absolutely nothing. You will not lift a finger. You have not done. I, I've never seen you toil since I've known you. You show up and then you scream at him and then he edits together.
1: Uh, no one edits anything, by the way. The show is raw and good. Well, I mean,
3: the 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 we are editing out when I quoted Tony Hinchcliffe from your Patreon. Yes, we already did. Did you take that out? We've already done that. I just, I'm t- too afraid to check my phone.
1: We've already <laughs> done that.
3: That we did have to edit out one thing from your Patreon, but the way you edit your videos together online, they're edited within like 25 minutes. I'm like, does this guy ever get to go fuck his wife? I mean, where is she? (laughs) He's amazing. So I I just think comedians right now need to think... on their own and stop doing what every other comedian is doing i do the road and then i do a special and then i do a podcast it's like what who's gonna be the person that's like okay this is this interesting thing nobody's doing i always try to like think about that even though even if you don't like it what if i did not, let
1: me because let me throw an idea at you now because i think that that's opened up a lot of thoughts and don't laugh i'm being dead serious i'm being dead serious what if do you remember the ice capades like where they did Disney on ice, like no comedian right now is doing their life story on ice. Like nobody's learned how to figure skate. No one can do it. And to me, when I look at a comic, I want to see them figure skate on ice and tell the story of their life.
3: Okay, I, Tanya won an Oscar.
1: Horrible movie.
3: If Kevin Hart decided to do... Uh, like Black Blades of Glory. I bet it would be a fucking home run. Great. That would sell to Netflix. Yeah. Business brain.
1: Yeah, Black Blades of Glory. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first.
3: All right, I love you, but can I, I go eat? Because no, I, was promised I have food. more questions. Okay, so you're gonna move back to LA, and that, one day. Oh, this is what I really wanted. One talk. day. What is our? What, we are such an odd. Friendship. Yeah. I think people in comedy are very jealous of our friendship.
1: Yes, perhaps. <laughs> I, are they?
3: You are. Well, I, I respect take, hold on, hold you. On, you on, hold are hold very on. successful. Me, you this work is, very hard. You have
1: a crazy work ethic. We both work
3: a lot. That's the thing I we love work the most. Differently, but we work a lot. You know what I love about you? I feel like you were the kid in improv class where they'd like I've... say anything from the audience, and they're like down at the DMV, and they'd be like, "Hey, I read the DMV." And you're like, "That's fucking dumb." No, like yeah, it's... I never took
1: an improv class in my life.
3: <laughs> you, um, you will not go in any direction. <laughs> you work a
1: lot. I work a lot. There's, there's, there's a bond between people that really enjoy work and like to work.
3: That's right because and we have an agreement. Who've,
1: who've eviscerated. Their um private lives In most of their relationships because mm-hmm. of that And who've drained themselves of any Sense of happiness and who've uh uh, propelled themselves forward <laughs> by a commitment to this thing, this opaque
3: addiction, not a commitment. Darkness, it's definitely an addiction. this
1: sense of finding meaning in this thing of which ultimately there is none to be found, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just two people hopelessly walking along a road, hoping and praying that a car hits them <laughs> so that they don't have to continue to wake up with the with the uh, need to continue to do this. I think mm-hmm. there's some real common ground. <laughs>
3: I think that you and I have an agreement that when we ever we hang out, we're either plotting our next move, talking about investments or monetizing our hangs.
1: Yeah, I think that there's absolutely nothing human that ever goes on. <laughs> I agree. <laughs>
3: Like every time we hang out we have an agreement like this is brought to you by Ridge Wallet This is brought to you by Magic Spoon Like there's no um, sort of uh, like we should hang out and talk not on camera Like we're very we get to the point
1: Yeah well as that's our lives is doing this bullshit
3: Who's your best friend? Ben Okay but okay but What
1: do you mean? What
3: happens when there's no pie left as you would say?
1: when i don't do the show anymore
3: what happens be when his ben wife finally fenced. says him or me
1: no he makes money he fucks his wife how long do you need to fuck someone 12 hours <laughs> like what are
3: you talking about you could fuck every night what you is your dynamic with ben's wife is there any tension
1: we have sex <laughs> 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 they bring me into the bed once a month
3: ben is truly the only you, thing i care about on earth it's
1: like, it's very true ben is the only thing i care about on earth Literally, there's a few people in this room and you. I would watch you all burn alive <laughs> if I knew that I could save Ben. I wouldn't even try to save any of you to save women <laughs> at the expense no, Ben is is my brother and best friend. I mean, Ben is the only person really in my life that I know will stay there forever because we built the thing from the ground up. Also he has I- Stockholm
3: syndrome. What choice does he have? He is a beaten man that you have blackballed in the business and said anyone hires be, I him. I know,
1: he could be getting you out of a tub. I know, I get it. <laughs> it would be much better. It would be much better. I understand. But I don't think the fact that I work with him invalidates the friendship. Okay. This kid believed in me when no one believed in me. I agree. Me when you didn't, when I Joe Rogan did I still don't. Didn't. Agreed. Uh, when none of you knew who I was and didn't really care, Ben thought I was really funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's very important to me because that's my whole
3: life. So. Right, 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 right. So I guess to to me, I'm. We were kind of talking about this earlier. What happens when people are around, as a comedian when people are around you? You got to surround yourself with people that challenge you. I don't think Ben does that.
1: Um, I do think he does that. I do. I, he does it in ways that. Ben. He does it in ways that I don't think you you may realize. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: he just came up to you and tried. Uh, what was? Uh, I feel like I am helpful. This is uh, my only goal in life is to be either funny or useful. I, it's well, like it, you are
1: one of those. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, 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 no! Challenging me, I'm. I don't I, mean challenging. I just want Ben. To, to I want us both to connect about the things you need to say no to because the next two years of your life is not about what you say yes to it's about what you fucking say no to and a lot of people that you think are fancy are going to come up to you and try to use you to get their own clout and the answer has to be most of your emails don't even fucking check the emails at this point but most of the answers are no and when I hear like this movie didn't sell Netflix and I'm like why don't you fucking call me and run this by me I no one has failed in this business more than me <laughs> yeah no 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 I
1: I number one I think you're overestimating the interest in me there's there's not as much interest in me as you think it comes from the fans which is okay with me right this business yeah. that you and many others have devoted your life to is not that interested in me and I am not that interested in it. Because it is not. I agree. I agree. What me and Ben have done is much cooler. I agree. Much more interesting and and much funner. I agree. It's much more fun to do what me and this kid have done than what you guys had to do. I
3: totally agree with you. That's just a reality. I totally agree with you. But there are going to be some other weird new opportunities that might serve you. One out of a... That you'll enjoy, you know what I mean? I do. And fee- we'll run them by you. I do. If that's what you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> we will run them by you. I, <laughs> I mean, want no decision made without me. Bcc. We will. We
1: will run them by. You, but it's unfair to say that Ben does a challenge. Uh, that was a. Jo- me. I mean, it's that was say- an unfair. I agree.
3: I agree. It's an unfair thing to say. It's definitely unfair to say that I came
1: up in the '30s, but we're joke here. No, no, no. I know it's a joke, but I think that like what you misunderstand. No, is I that don't
3: really believe that. I no, be- no. I'm not even saying about him. Oh. I'm saying.
1: This world that you're living in does not exist.
3: No, but I don't live in that world.
1: I'm podcasting every week. I understand, but you still do because it's always about that world coming in and then all the opportunities. It's not real.
3: Yeah, yeah, no. It's It's it's, puff the magic drip. By the way, it's never been real. It's everything we always did. was. But it
1: isn't because you have a lot of money and you did very well in it, but it's over now. Yeah. It's over.
3: In... (laughs)
1: and that's <laughs> but and, here's what I'll that's say that's what it is but
3: but easy for you to say because you have been podcast it is an I'm still I don't know why I'm frightened <laughs> no,
1: I know my way, way around, around here, here. <laughs> the sitcom stage Roseanne's rage the sound
3: here ma'am you have to leave the building I have
1: 52 <laughs> assistants and I always I am persistent that you
3: do the masked dancer. But I mean, look, that was at a time. Okay, I, I believe I. I came so uh, it was so fucking hard for me to get whatever I got. I fought tooth and nail. I come from the place of you don't fucking say no to anything. You say yes to everything because that producer produces something else and is going to give you a job in two years. And you say yes to fucking everything and you show up and you tap dance and you're better than everyone and you fucking prepare and you say yes to the max dancer tomorrow because yeah. then you're going to get this. Like I feel
1: like I'm talking to Elizabeth Holmes. I'm
3: just. <laughs> Does anyone feel like they're talking to? I'm the, just saying about but you, meters. You like, have to understand. I mean, it's, it's all it's you unhinged. motherfuckers that are going to come for me in the with all the pizzas. I. Uh, uh, I
1: would love pizza. Can we eat food? <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, so no we're, we're getting. We're, can you call my pizza can restaurant that sells babies to eat and get him a real pizza? I mean, I'm starving. We only have adrenochrome and. Is babies. there anything? Is there-
1: no, no, no. Yes. We're good. We're good. No, no. We're going to get No, he about.
3: wants to stay miserable. He doesn't want you to solve the problem. I don't want a problem. bowl of mac and cheese I was promised to he, he wants to I don't go- want a
1: bowl of mac and cheese in the pantry. It's he crazy. W- he wants to go to his This is a- what she does. She <laughs> offers a thing, you get a bastardized version of it, and when you don't and when you're not thrilled with it, she's like, "What about Thanksgiving dinner?" and you show up. She's like, "It's a horseshoe." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> she's like, "Stay miserable then."
3: <laughs> we can make the pizza.
1: No one wants a pizza. Can we put pizza? the pizza
3: in the uh, no one wants it. <laughs> Women no, don't cook gonna, anymore. Eating, I hired about. a 25-year-old assistant. They don't cook anymore. I know. They're out of the kitchen now. You, you can't just look at a woman and expect her to not use a stove. I know. She can't even f- turn a stove on. No. I this understand. is feminism at its finest. I, I just want to
1: say that I've learned a lot <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> but hold
3: on. I want to say one last thing. Please. Because I will... Uh, 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 our what <laughs> is that... I am not fully 100%. Well, yes, <laughs> and we know that. And that's okay. Which is, by the way, why it's I, okay. Which is why I didn't want to do a podcast for so long. I was it, like, I can't let people see my real personality. It's okay. Everyone's like, do a podcast. When you do a podcast, throw me the fucking wolves. I didn't realize that YouTube what, I was the piranha you, tank.
1: You did convince yourself to do a podcast. No,
3: I didn't. Everyone, I went on everyone else's podcast. I was perfectly fine being a guest for the rest of my fucking life. Right. Driving to Venice to do two this fighters. This version of two this. fighters, one you kid. You turned
1: around to somebody and somebody went, I should do a podcast. No, and I, did, like, not. You I did not. Maybe I should. She's not like, true. hey, keep pounding me to do not
3: true and everyone said do a podcast do a podcast and i was like all right fine and then i was like she's crazy it's like yeah no shit that's why right. I, I only I, I i spent eight months crafting something that you'd see at the end of the year was all together and pulled okay. together and i didn't stutter and i looked my hair was brushed now this whole thing of like i have to be on camera every week with no makeup artist so what is your last pit? of my last reason? part is i am not fully a hundred percent solvent the way you are with just i'm only in a podcast forever and i don't have to all those skills that i fucking like you you were a big swimmer imagine never being able to swim again i mean like i have all these skills and they for nothing
1: right i cry for you and my heart bleeds. but those skills have made you good money you have a you have a great quality of life
3: yeah, aesthetically
1: you- on the outside And that matters, and you've been successful in your industry, and that- But
3: that industry is, yes.
1: It's kaput. But I do- (laughs) It's kaput. I mean, it's over. People in in major movies have 50,000- Do you know what it's like
3: to be a woman doing a podcast on YouTube? It is really hurtful sometimes.
1: It's only because people
3: are listening. (laughs) (laughs) How do I, what can I do to get my YouTube comments just a little more positive?
1: I would suggest. <laughs> Fuck Jake Paul. No, I would suggest that really the, the honest answer less comedy talk. Less talk about the business.
3: I don't feel like I do that.
1: Well, <laughs> because people, it's not, it doesn't, yeah, yeah, no, one no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. No,
3: when someone comes on no the. No one cares. I, I agree. Yes. And cancel culture. That's all anyone people come on, they're like, no We're one to say. I'm like, we can't talk about this no again. One no cares. one gives a shit.
1: But you have only people in the business on, so it inevitably steers to the business.
3: Interesting. And no
1: one really I cares. just want to talk
3: about ancestral trauma and um... No
1: one wants that either. <laughs> no one wants it either. Here's what people want from a female podcaster
3: murder stories.
1: Anal. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss anal. For 30 hours a week.
3: That's no, is that? I, I mean, on it, I mean, that does well. I'm kidding.
1: We either got to do that or be Krishan Amanpour and be but like, but here's what it is I
3: came up as a comic doing dirty jokes. I was, she's dirty, she's like that just became something someone liked. I did it 10 years ago. People were like, mm, she's blue. I think the
1: show's good, good and you're building, and you just got to keep building. That's yeah. all. Let the only criticism I ever have about any podcast, really, other than that they're not good, is <laughs> that uh, no one cares about the business of mm-hmm. comedy. No one cares about all any of that. I they also, just want you to be funny about things
3: that are right
1: that they see. You got to fill the void that there that the late night shows are left behind that's because right. they're so shitty right. and all that stuff. That's right, and that's why I'm a little surprised because you are such uh, a, a devotee of, of of the old system. I would be making it more of a show that has a script with puns and and, and no. Uh, a higher production in the sense of like not only just your productive value is good but like I would think you'd be doing a mini tonight show
3: that's I mean that's that what I tried be... to uh, there were times where we were doing like the jokes and news and all that kind of stuff and I was just like I don't know what the fuck is it's very hard to ascertain what's working here's here's why I do cling. you thought about
1: real estate <laughs> Here's like selling real estate
3: I'd be a good realtor
1: you'd be great I'd be
3: a great I can I can cause I'm such a good liar and I never get to do it anymore um but I would love to to do something like that. Yeah, like to just trick people all the time.
1: Well, I think it's a great show, and I'm I'm happy always for the opportunity to be on.
3: People, I mean, I don't. I people, don't these are epic
1: episodes. People love them. Yeah, I mean,
3: you know what else? It's also my thing is also filling the void that the roasts left because I think adults really do enjoy roasts, and they know everyone's joking, and they know everyone's okay, and there's new this new thing that everyone's so fragile and no one can take a joke. Like I think that there's also a huge void in that, especially. <sighs> A, a man like coming at a woman hard, and everyone's like, "Women are made of glass. You're not allowed to say anything to us ever because it's like we're as strong as you, but we're also really super fragile. Like, which is it? So it's also um, that I think as well. Yes, it is the fact that I have gone numb and no, allow you to verbally abuse me. You're
1: not I don't verbally abuse you. Um, <laughs> what's interesting about these these is, is this generational thing. We're similar ages. We are right. How old are you? Thirty-eight. I'm 36. These are similar ages. And yet, <laughs> we are coming from, we have very different experiences in the thing that we do. Yeah. You had one experience. Yeah. I'm having another experience. Yeah. And that is, you know, there's a collision there. There's a tension there. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: I do think there's a day that you will do an, a Broadway show. Where you're doing a monologue or a something, and you, you cause there is a, diff- I'm not against that. Okay. Yeah. There is a different, less Scott Rudin producing, of course. Um, there is a level of, like, I did a TV show recently just as like a whatever, and there is something about, like, everyone's here to make this magical thing. It's silly. It's like playing dress up when you're a kid.
1: But here's why that's so great. And then because, everyone's raping each other behind you, the scenes. You don't have one Ben, you don't have any, there's nothing real. It's all bullshit. If you had one, Ben, if you had one I person. Will, how
3: much, Ben, how much, uh, this is, what's your price to leave Tim? I'm just curious. I, I'm okay, not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But how much? What would be if someone came at you and was like, Rogan or someone was like, I want you. I need you full time. What's your number to leave Tim Dillon? Uh,
4: I mean, I, I wouldn't. And the reason is, is like if Tim's done with the podcasting and everything, I'm just walking away from Okay, you're- oh, I like doing
1: this with Tim and no one else. And if Ben left but my show... But let's see what happens when lef- that offer comes in. If Ben left my show, I don't know that I'd be able to do the show. Wow. I, I would have to do something else, and that's what I'd probably call you and ask for 10 of your bullshit ideas.
3: But <laughs> you... You trying to make him laugh is my favorite. But that's thing. it's a real friendship. Yeah, and yeah. when you
1: go everyone's here and everyone's on crack and raping each other, <laughs> it's like nothing's real. So you're like, oh, you have something real, but you don't have 40 of it. It's like, <laughs> what? Interesting. That's what it is. Yeah. Less is actually more. Yeah. You don't need all the bullshit if you have something. Where you're comedically in sync with somebody and you want to make something cool. And
3: my biggest thing about this is I... I, th- It's hard... Am I getting paid for this? <laughs> I mean, you might get some frozen pizza uh, or macaroni. I and a, my, it, will be fr- it will not be cooked. It will be frozen. My thing yeah. is that if... If I am doing something, as a comedian, going back on the road, I know exactly where I fucking stand. I tell a joke, I know if you like it, if you don't. I know the difference between a real applause break and a forced one because everyone's like proud of me and happy to, like I know, that's what I know. I know how to uh, put something on the air and see the fucking number, like this is a weird thing where it's like, it's, it's, it's a skill that I don't quite have yet which is to keep going boldly in one direction with a bunch of YouTube comments yelling at you and you're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to keep going or if this is the right direction, or do I live you I know not to take notes from an executive. I know if an audience doesn't laugh at a joke, they're right. I don't know in the comment space who's right. P- I know the numbers, that's yeah. you know, but then you see comments and you're like, if this was an audience of people in front of me and they were all like, We don't think that's funny, I would stop doing it.
1: The yeah, joke. Why do you read? Who cares?
3: I I'm just saying it like it's it is a part of the thing when on youtube you've got thumbs ups and thumbs downs and i people- think
1: if you haven't grown up with it like i didn't really grow up I with did, it either, yeah me either but that's why you internalize it so much because a lot of people that have grown up with it know it's not real <gasps>
3: yeah, that's and have
1: the comments that are like fuck you you suck are people that if you message them back they're like hey man i'm actually a of fan course, i'm just sometimes. trying to get attention." no one it doesn't really matter what matters is like are people affected positively by the shit you're doing interesting and if there's 20 people that obviously you want more but if there's people that are affected positively by yeah. what you're doing, who gives a fuck?
3: Because it's like when you do such hot fucking takes on shit, like last week I did this whole thing about how we need billionaires and we need people like Elon Musk because there have to be incentives to do the shit. You know, like it was just like, we're mad at billionaires until they make penicillin or what. You know what I mean? Like our love.
1: Yeah, people got mad at you with all the the the, the uh, uh, fucking the communist symbol. Why am I blanking out on this? The it? swastika? No. The, the, uh, oh, the, the flag. The hammer and the sickle. Did they send me yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. No, but I'm just thinking, so what? A bunch of people... They, tweeted at you that you No, don't a hammer and sickle
3: is what I used to but, get my face looking like
1: Understood. This. But yes, yeah, so then they got mad at you about the billionaires.
3: Well, yeah, it was just kind of like a hot take and you're kind of like, are people going, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's an interesting thought experiment. I mean, three
1: times a week people tell me that I'm the worst thing that's ever lived. I have people writing mm-hmm. articles about me that I'm this, I'm that. Who cares?
3: Yeah, that means they're listening. It but matter. yeah, it's one of those things where you're like it's my job, comedy is a democracy, I'm supposed to listen to people, but then you're kind of I just get like lost in it and it's just like yeah, but it, it's the same shit. I mean, most of my comments, I would imagine, think are just them, Ben. I feel like they're just Ben yeah, and that's you. Yeah, what
1: he's doing. <laughs> I would want Ben. If somebody offered Ben a crazy amount of money to leave me, I would want him to take the money and then use it so the Medium could do other shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, there's always a way for things to... I, I think that part of what you you're doing... You can do your Borat. You can. Part of what you're, what you're doing with the comments is you're finding reasons... To feed the insecurity that we all have, right. you're looking for the reasons. Right. If you look for it, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. If I looked for homophobia, I would find it. Interesting. If you look for misery, you find it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why I'm. You're special here. Yeah, <laughs> but like, so don't look for it. Uh. Don't pick it up. Like AA has a great saying: "Don't pick it up." Yeah, of course. It's there. Just don't pick it up. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Just do what you're gonna do. The the the. The trade-off you make when you do anything is that people have the right to hate you. That's right. They have the right to not like it. That's right. They have the right to disagree with you. They have the right to call you names. That's the trade-off. And what you have the right to do and the opportunity to do is you have a platform that you can then do what you want to do. Right which is so fucking rare. Yeah. And that comes with the people that are going, well fuck you, I don't like it. And that also comes with people that go, it's the best thing ever and it gets me through my week and yeah. you gotta choose who, who are you're you listening listen to. to. Tim Dillon on Patreon Tim J Dillon <laughs> Don't, uh, on Twitter and this and will not get you
3: through your week please, it will make uh, your week worse please to go to uh, TimDillon.com Tim my on podcast actually helps you get through hard times Tim Dillon, Tim Dillon creates Dillon. the hard times he, he is toxic he is the opposite of a mental wellness right program WhitneyCummings.com fakebiz.net uh, for, no, for the merch no, realbiz.net is WhitneyCummings.com actually you can actually play my podcast in your office and not get fired and when merch this is a me- this is the opposite. Live. Do you really want to play her podcast
1: in You won't get fired, you'll jump out the window. <laughs> okay, Thinkbiz.net. Why not
3: a dot .com?
1: Cuz it's cool, it's retro. <laughs> oh my
3: god. Don't
0: ride elephants.